everybody. Let's kick things off with a song. Oh, Cinnamon, where are you gonna run to? Cinnamon, where are you gonna run to? Where are you gonna run to? Along this day, well, I ran to the rock. Please hide me, I run to the rock. Please hide me, I run to the rock. Along that day, but the rock cried out. Not gonna hide you, the rock cried out. Not gonna hide you, the rock cried out. Not gonna hide you now. Alone that day, so I ran to the river. It was boiling, I run to the sea. It was boiling, I run to the sea. Alone that day, so I run to the Lord. Please help me, Lord. Don't you see me praying? Don't you see me down here praying? But the Lord said, Go to the devil, the Lord said. Go to the devil, the Lord said. Go to the devil. All on that day. Well, I ran to the devil. He was waiting, I ran to the devil. He was waiting, I ran to the devil. He was waiting. All on that day, he cried power. All right, I was playing that song because it has to do with what we're talking about today. We're talking about the name of the episode is France Burns, social credit scores in female sports and some major announcements. Sorry for being, uh, I had to move the time from 2.30 to 4.30 today. I went to the dentist and my mouth was numb. They uh, numbed it to do a deep cleaning Apparently there was a lot of uh, gut or gum grabbers in there that I had to uh, get out of there, and my and my face was numb. So I would be like, "Hey, so France, uh, my my blood pressure is really good. I got my blood pressure test at the dentist. My resting heart rate is fifty. That is some good news for me. Um, anyway, Owen after dentist. Yeah, I'm I'm post dentist. So. I've been very active this weekend making little videos and uh, posting my thoughts because so much is going on and I really wanted to stick with the no weekend streams. But I had so much gravy building up and bubbling and I did an Instagram stream last night that's now available at unauthorized.tv. I, I, that one was really funny and I talked a lot about, uh, it, it was just, it just flowed. That was a fun one, so... If you're not already subscribed to unauthorized.tv, I highly recommend it. You can also go back in time and watch my old streams. And we're going to make a highlight list of like uh, the Time Magazine one or, you know, all kinds of ones. The Batman one, the Princess Bride one. Like I've had maybe 20 or 30 episodes that are really timeless that at any point you should watch. And so it's $5 a month and it's, um, it's a great platform. So I appreciate it if you subscribe. 
Hello, Repair Bear. Independence from what? That crown follows us. Hello, Kate. Oh, and tomorrow the stream will be at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with uh, Brandon from Veritech Tactical. And do you guys think I should do more uh, interviews or less or the same? Or how do you guys feel about that? I was talking to Vox about that today. Uh, I always just like to talk about what I talk about. And if an interview pops up, like Cal Washington reached out to me. So I'm going to have him on. But I, I find a lot of people, uh, I don't know, tell, tell me in the comments, I read the Rumble comments, uh, I'll post something on Bertari Times app and I'll read the comments. I'd love your feedback, your authentic feedback, not troll feedback, obviously, but uh, do you like the interviews or do you like me just scatting and be honest? Or do you like a mixture of what? Because I, I like just scatting. You know, I like just talking about whatever I, I want to. I like talking to my friends. Like, I like talking to people that I consider friends on the stream because it's just so comfortable and natural. Interviewing people, sometimes I find, uh, I don't know, I'm just not that into it. It's just, it's just kind of boring to me. I just, I don't know. I'm like, so what was it like working with Morgan Freeman? I don't know. I just, uh, but that could be narcissism. That could be me being not reading the room. I don't know. I love your interviews. I always love the interviews because your guests are true legends. Yeah, that's what I do interviews when I really want to talk to somebody. I, I don't like schedule interviews, but at the same time, uh, maybe I should, maybe I should get to know more people. Maybe I should, uh, reach out to more ideas. I don't know. Interviews are great. I like flow conversations, 10% interviews. 90% scatting. The interview ones are the most shareable. See, I don't know why that is. It's like, I like just scatting, but interviews are, they, they do the most numbers. Like when I, when I do interviews, they always get the most views. So also interviews are different depending if they're here on their or on their stream. Yeah. I like going on their stream to, to come on this stream. It's like, um, I don't know if there's people. Yeah, I should do more interviews. I should do more interviews. The guests you already have are great, but I watch you for you. Um, you have epic guests like Shiva. Yeah. Um, love the scatting. Oh, cursing. Says Keeper of the Mountain Bear. Well, if you hang out with people that can't hear cursing, you're gay. And that's on you, Keeper of the Mountain Bear. I don't know what mountain you're keeping. Is it... Mount Sodomy, by any chance? I understand, though. You hang out with some weak, terrified little pieces of shit. It's all good. Interviews are easier to share because you usually don't say the hard end times. All right. So you guys hang out with, with the weak. All right. So I'm not going to ask you anymore. I think you're all retarded. Because the hard end is one of the most important things in the world. Let's kick things off with that. Ever wonder why... Tibet is so, uh, is so important. I made this video and there's a reason I go with sodomy so hard and the hard end so hard. And I'm going to leave this open for a bit on Twitter. I'm not going to say the end, but you know which word I'm talking about. Okay. It's the source and it's important. And if you hang out with people that can't hear it, that's on you. You need better friends, but I get it. You're being honest. I'm not mad at you. Okay. So this is, uh, Okay, guys, sorry, my infant son cut, scratched my nose. That's why I look a little, I got a little mark there. 
Ever wonder why Tibet is so important? Why everybody's so interested in ruling Tibet? Like why it even matters to some, just some little country in the high mountains in the middle of nowhere with a couple goats and some dudes and some dresses and his holiness, the Dalai Lama. Why is China so into Tibet? Why does everyone want to control Tibet? Why does the American CIA care so much about Tibet? I'll tell you why. Because all fresh water in China comes from Tibet. It's called the high ground. Whoever controls the high ground controls the whole country. The Yangtze, the Yellow River, they all start at the highest point in the Himalayas. So if you control that piece of property, you control the whole deal. That's why the deception of a certain thing that happened on the moon was genius. Because that's the highest point you can imagine. The high ground of the high ground, like when you're on top of Tibet, the moon's way up there. So if somebody has that ground, they don't really though, obviously, but if someone believes that they have that high ground, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you understand what I'm saying. High ground's everything. And I really like getting to the bottom of spells. I like to unravel and get to the root of things. And sometimes people say, why do you make fun of sodomy so much, Big Bear? Why do you always do why do you always say that hard N-word? Why not just leave it alone? Because that is Tibet. It all starts with the butt, and it all starts with a little word that starts with N and rhymes with trigger, okay? When you get to that point, you've won. Okay, think about all the comedians <laughs> that can't make fun of gay men. Because, okay, the, the, the big comedians that are all repped at CAA, UTA, Endeavor, William Morris, whatever's going on in Hollywood, Sony, Warner Brothers, all that. They're not allowed, obviously, because they're all run by sodomites. But then even the up-and-coming guys, their dream is to be on Joe the Toe Rogan, right? If you're on Joe the Toe Rogan, you can sell out the ha-ha hole in Omaha. That's all these comedians dream. And Joe the Toe is a pretty open-minded fella unless it's about drugs and butts. You got to be into the butt and you got to be into drugs or else old Joe the Toe wants nothing to do with you. So you have the upper echelon and the lower echelon all agreeing to not make fun of the dumbest thing in the world. It was just like when when old Bruce Moose started dressing like a woman and everyone. Okay, so you guys can watch this stream. I put it on uh, Telegram and Twitter. It's just a short little thing. But I just found it interesting. I like to get to the root of things and... Tibet. I never understood why everybody cares about Tibet. It's this little tiny country in the middle of the Himalayas. No one cares. Well, it turns out that's where it's like the water tower of Asia. All the water comes from Tibet. And so whoever controls Tibet controls the whole watershed. And that's why it's so important. So when you think about the watershed of spells, like what is the root of all these spells? And sodomy is the number one. It's it's they're obsessed with it for a reason because it's the ultimate inversion. You take the most miraculous thing a human being can do, which a man and a woman having sex and creating life, and you make it as disgusting as you can. You, you take the penis and you just throb it into an anus where poop comes out, right? And so that's like a, it's, it's the linchpin of the whole deal. It's the ultimate inversion. Sodom is the ultimate inversion. And then the hard end, which I will be screaming as soon as we're off Twitter, is how you cuck everybody into this empirical uh, mentality. Like as, as France burns, they're not allowed to say that word, which is laughable. That's where the control comes. And I've been 
hammering the French all week. And some people have been like, you know, Big Bear, people are not happy with how you're talking about the French. I don't give a fuck. You want to know why the French always surrender really early in wars? So they can get back to what they're best at, being gay. All right, I'll, I'm just going to start uh, reading some of my French jokes. And, uh, and I'm going to get to the bottom of, no pun intended, why this is all happening, why there are these migrant riots, why we have this ethnic tension and why these things are burning, because they are, really are burning in France. I'm always skeptical uh, as to how things are depicted on social media, but I have friends there and they're like, yeah, it's way worse than they're even saying. Like, it's crazy. And uh, that African burned my house down. Yeah. Hearing the hard end means we're off Twitter. Yeah. So I wrote, uh, and this, I've been, my Twitter has been blowing up again. It's going like super viral. I said, uh, France will be a caliphate in less than 10 years. Croissants and Elton John concerts aren't the foundations that you think they are. Sodomy is fun in games until it's not. You'll see. Anyone want to bet? Europe becomes Islamic for centuries every time they can't stop butt effing and printing money. They can't help themselves. So our friends with crooked swords and funny hats outbreed them and burn down the libraries doing trans story hour like clockwork. But what do I know? I'm just here batting a thousand. The Islamic Empire always takes over when people um, when people stop following the rules, and it takes a while, but it it, it happens. And uh, and Islamic doesn't mean black, and it doesn't mean brown. It means following the rules. Because one thing that Christianity doesn't have currently is rules. Everyone just stares at the cross and just thinks about how forgiven they are, and they just go back to uh, getting pounded in their asshole and drinking wine and all that. And that's all well and good when you're on the backs of moral people. Christianity of 1850 would be un, it would be more Islamic than modern Islam. You know the way women dress, how people acted, how modest they were, how they behaved, how intense their societies were, uh, their financial system, their legal system, it would be it's like Muslims are like, that's what it is. It's basically just like, how strict can you keep your society, which will create a tremendous amount of wealth? The irony is, if France maintained a more Islamic, biblical, whatever you want to call it, and not biblical like the modern skin-suited Christian, I'm talking about following actual rules. It's not about going to a, a, a building and eating a cracker and being like, I'm just so glad that guy died for us. Let's get back to getting plowed in our ass and printing fiat currency. Like that isn't doing it. Like that's, it's as if you took all the Walmarts and you filled them with trampolines and you went to, you, it's just, it still said Walmart super value store, but it's a trampoline park. And you keep pretending like you're buying stuff there, but it's no longer Walmart. It's now a trampoline park. That's modern Christianity, especially in Europe, where these churches are not in, like they're not holding down any laws at all, like any moral guidelines. At best, it's uh, potlucks. At best, at worst, it's active subversion with like a lesbian pastor. All right, it it's like or like a pedophile protection racket. Horrifying shit, okay? 
Uh, and so, and I'm not saying that these men currently burning down parts of France are practicing Muslims. In fact, I think they send their orcs a lot of times. Now, not all of them. A lot of them are the only people standing up to LGBT at this point in Europe are Muslims. But a lot of them are low grade. No offense. I'm sure some are great people, but a lot of them are very low, like, you know, traumatized, violent men that the countries don't want. And we'll get to colonization and all that. And because um, that's a real thing. Like, uh, you know, what they did to these nations is unbelievably dark. And so that's one of the beauties of not being on the left-right paradigm is I'm really into guns. I believe in God. I have a ton of kids, but I'm, I also like solar power. I know that we're part of an empire that colonizes people and exploits third world countries. Like, I don't have a team. I just pick what I believe is true. And that really confuses people when they're just like, what do you mean? You sound like the left. I'm like, what do you mean? So you're saying that you don't, your, your government or your way of life, and, and everyone's part of it on some level. You can't just blame uh, a small group. So you don't overthrow any stable nation in third world countries and all the people like flee like rats. So that doesn't happen. So you're saying that the Al Algeria just happens to speak French because they just really wanted to? Like, you don't think there's any force happening there? You don't think that when they killed Gaddafi, like that might have had some repercussions or, or Saddam Hussein that had these like stable nations and then they'll just destroy it. And then the pe they'll like flee to Europe. And everyone acts like it's so, it's like so uh, surprising. Why would all these people be going to Europe? It's because they're, when you run an empire and you're colonizing, you know, you're going to get blowback. Fact. All right. So what else did I say? I said, France is what happens when men stop killing their own food and try to make a baby in another man's ass. Any group of foreigners can come in and burn shit down because they know all they're going to do is drink wine, cry, and say, ooh la la. They just want aged cheese. You know, they'll, they'll get on their knees. They'll, they have no power anymore because they became like parasitic, you know? Whoop, whoop, we got our first official Gab Pay Super Chat. Thanks, Gagan. Codsworth, aren't you supposed to give me something to read for our big announcements? <laughs> A people are conquered long before the flames start, and it starts when they stop farming their own food and start doing sodomy instead of having children. When Frenchmen started wearing capri pants, the kindling had been laid, just waiting for a spark. Um, and I was talking, and I did this video, and I'll play it for you because it's Codsworth. Our Twitter analytics are, are blowing up right now. That's why I'm just going to play this video because I think I said it well. Uh, okay. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite goat king, Wizard Slayer. Uh, right now, I'm uh, milking a cow. I just want to explain why I can be graphic when I talk about sodomy. Because I know sometimes people say, what is it with you and sodomy? Why, why do you got to be so graphic? I'll tell you why. Because I'm beating a little spell around wizard words like tolerance, LGBT, acceptance, love is love. Why can't you be tolerant? No, what you're doing is promoting the act of sodomy. 
And that's why if you're specific, it breaks the spell and why people get so mad about it. Two men that love each other can just be best friends. What makes them gay? Sodomy, when they put their penis in the other one's anus. The anus is not a sex organ, it's where poop is, and it's fucking heinous. So every time you're, and oh, so why, why do you care? Okay, when you're walking into Target and you walk past sodomy clothing, and then you get beer with sodomy on it, the world has gotten obsessed with it. And they call it gay, which is a synonym for happy, right? They've been at this a long time. Tolerance, LGBT, inclusivity, love is love. No, 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 you're trying to normalize anal fucking. And it's, I know it sounds aggressive when I say and that. I, one reason why I get, I roll my eyes when people say, oh, it's too vulgar, I can't share it. One of the main reasons people act offended by vulgarity is because it's honest. You know, when you, that's why I say butt fucking, anal fucking, sodomy, sodomite, because the words they use are hiding the act. And, and when, so when you say it exactly for what it is, the people that are benefiting from the lie, they go, ah, I can't hear it. It's too vulgar. Okay. It's one thing to keep the ugly away from your children. I completely respect that. Like if it's like, don't swear around my children, don't describe sex acts around my children. Yeah, I, that's how I am too. But when you're dealing with adults with a 99.9% pornography consumption rate in the population and someone can't hear the word sodomy or butt fucking, they're part of the lie. Because if you say gay, tolerance, love, inclusivity, that's horseshit. It's about anal. Because anal is a trauma ritual that brings about, it, it's, it's the trauma that makes clown world spin. And that's why they're obsessed with it. And if you don't think you're, they're obsessed with it, they're putting trans people on beer cans. They spend billions of dollars. There's something called teacher activists that'll come to places like Idaho because they're so obsessed with trying to get young kids to be gay. And I don't mean happy. I mean to fuck each other in the ass because that, because they can't breed through procreation. They have to breed like vampires. A gay man cannot make another man in an anal cavity. Anal marriage like Dave Poop and Reuben is never going to work because you can't procreate in an ass. Okay. So then they have to spread it. They have to spread their ideology to children or else it dies out. Because it is trauma-based, sodomy is procreated through culture, through rape, through molestation of children, through porn. It's not natural, and it's completely fucking inorganic. Okay. But it destroys the spell. Every rainbow, every little hashtag, every time you see, oh, why won't you just be tolerant? You're promoting ass-fucking to children. And the more clear you are about it, the less it works. I find it all disgusting. I'm not into it. I've never done it in my life with a woman. <laughs> like, it's fucking heinous. But I understand how wizard spells work. I understand how words work. I understand how rhetoric works. And when people are just saying, what is it with you, Big Bear? Love is love. Don't you understand love? Oh yeah, I love my cow in a way. Dandy, I love you in a way. I love my kids. 
I love the blue sky. I have love all the time. You want to know what I don't do to any of those things? Sodomize them. When you bang your dick in someone's ass, that causes damage. It's an unnatural act and has been illegal for the entire time humans have existed. Every time a civilization stops making it illegal to ass pound each other, uh, they, it crumbles and then you promptly have a caliphate, which get ready for. Because France made anal marriage legal before America did, and now you're seeing what happens. Because it's not natural, it's disgusting, it ruins your birth rate, it makes everything gross and self-destructive and addicted and leaky and smelly and traumatized. No fit parent in the world that wants healthy children would ever want to expose them to sodomy. Okay, that's they should be in fucking prison. So all those rainbows, all those hashtags, all those corporate little logos, they're not promoting tolerance. You tolerate humidity. You, you include, you're inclusive with your in-laws at dinner. They're trying to normalize butt-fucking. And the more clear your speech, the more honest you are, the, the less it works. And I'm enjoying this time. I'm not upset. You know, I like to see where things go. I would enjoy a caliphate because I could tour in comedy clubs again. Don't think America's the home of the free, guys. It's ridiculous to think that. Right now, me, because I made fun of sodomy, the trans agenda, and the crowds love me. It was not because crowds didn't love me. It was because the club owners, the monetary system, all these types of people, the corporate, the, this little group in corporate America is bent over backwards, no pun intended, to get people to accept butt pounding, poop fucking. Okay? It's not tolerance. You tolerant you tolerate taxes. You, you you you're inclusive with birds on your fruit tree. It's this is butt fucking. The the penalty for butt fucking in the Bible, in the Quran, in the Torah is death. It's not because people are so prude and close-minded. It's because when a civilization gets to that point, children are so traumatized, they end up sterile, addicted, broken, criminal, traumatized, in therapy. It's horrible for your civilization. Okay? It's not... It's. I find it a laughing matter because I'm one of the only people with the balls to make fun of it. It's why I hammer it so much. Because all these other comedians, they'll make fun of it in three, four years when their Malibu mansions are on fire, okay? But I'm, in, I'm already prepared for what's coming next. I know what's coming next. The women will beg for Sharia law. The women. It's not just, you're not going to be forced into it. The women are going to be actual women because feminism's dead, okay? Feminism's dead. All these uh, aggressive, bitchy feminists, the know-it-all feminists, have you noticed that they're pretty silent these days now that men are in their locker rooms, now that the first president may be a man that they call a woman. It's, it's game over. That's the end of that road. Anytime a feminist is being uppity with you, you can just say, are you transitioning? Are you trans? Are all, all trans women all women? And they just, they're humiliated because that road has went the distance. I predicted it six years ago. Not trying to brag. I mean, guys, I'm, I'm literally milking a cow because I know what's coming. I'm pretty far ahead of the curve, guys. Not trying to be a dick, but it's provable. Okay? So what comes next is the women 
will start begging for traditionalism. They will start being attracted to any man that wants to put him in a dress, provide for them, give him babies, and put him in a kitchen. Doesn't matter the color of that man. Okay, Muslims aren't just black and brown. There's white Muslims or Amish, Mennonite, more, a certain type of Mormons. Anybody willing to say reality or follow any semblance of God's law will get the women. The women no longer want to be prostituted wage slaves drinking poison water with a rescue cat and a vibrator being told she's powerful. Boom. Those days are over. Crushing it. Okay, you can admit it or not. You can steep, keep listening to Joe Rogan experience, DMT, butt fucking. Okay, those, it's a joke. It's literally a laughable joke. Family is strength. A woman's power is in the family. It's not being the best WNBA player who can't duck, dunk, or some lesbian, you know, uh, carpet gazing in a locker room with a dude with a dick over there. It's, it's a fucking mess. Big bear. Women want to be revered, given power, authority over children to raise them, provide for them, Facts. grow them, teach them, nourish them. And the husband is supposed to provide, protect, and offer moral guidance. That's how society works. Everyone's getting And that's it. a thriving society. And women are done with this shit. They don't want to be treated like whores. Only fans so eight guys can give them a Bitcoin. It's fucking prostitution, guys. Wake the fuck up. All right? They're not... Like, think about this. Just think about how far gone Western society is. I, I know it seems like I'm coming from, like, a high horse. Like, oh, who do you think you are? I'm... I have even more of a high horse that I'm not revealing. I'm like attempting to sound as humble as I can because of how fucked up society's gotten. Okay, imagine this. And I used to be a part, I get it. I, I've done all these things. Think about how objectively insane it is for a, if a guy and a girl are out on a date and the guy really likes the girl, he will give her booze so she's a little inebriated. He'll go on his phone, go on Uber, He'll be like, oh, four and a half stars, some random guy. He'll have a guy he's never met in his life just pull up. He'll put the girl in that car and just be like, bye. And they just drive off. Oh, you're being so, you're being so prude. Oh, what do you think? That's objectively fucking insane. Okay. Why not prevent all this horror from happening? People are like, oh, the Muslim grooming gangs? The grooming gangs are your schools. I get, okay, I can't believe... All right, you send your kids to a place where they have to sit. Like, a little boy, if he doesn't want to sit still for eight hours, is given legal methamphetamines and sa says they have a disease. And then uh, for two and a half years, they were told to wear a mask around their face the whole day. They're shown images of people fucking in cartoon form. They're presented rainbows and transitioning. Their whole history is lied about. The greatest feats ever is a lie. The worst horrors are all lies. They're all toward, told they're like despicable races. It, it's, it's as bad of a psychological torment you can possibly do to kids. Okay? And people are like, well, these Muslims. No, you don't protect your women and children at all. The fact you give your women booze and put them in a strange car with a random guy is fucking mind-blowing. All right? I recall in 2015 when the FBI was warning of Sharia law taking over and women marrying Islamic men. I told you. 
Yeah, men, women are now into that. They're like, yeah, protect me. This other world is terrible. And it doesn't, I'm not talking about dark people. Because this is one of the biggest uh, spells ever is that when I say Islamic, Sharia law, any of this stuff, uh, I'm talking about like black guys, like these black fucking immigrants. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that follow the laws of the Bible. Your ancestors that you claim make America great. And then people are like, oh, well, Mohammed married a nine-year-old. Okay, you know the age of marriage in America until 1900 was seven. And I'm not promoting that. Right now it should be like 40. Everyone is like a child. And I really do believe that in that agrarian society, people grew up really quickly. But are you, I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this. I'm like, and he had like an American flag in his background. And he's like, oh, Muhammad, the pedophile. But I go, are all your ancestors pedophiles? Are they all, is it just all pedophiles? All the uh, royalty of Europe you know, if you look in the in the Torah, it's like three. The age of consent for marriage is three because it was about land acquisition. And people started having kids at like eight. In America, it was seven. A seven-year-old could consent to marriage in America until 1900. Okay? And it, like, that's your history. Your history as an American, th that's what it is. And so, oh, it might be North. Oh, Jesus. Your current existence is so fucked up, you can't even imagine it unless you... Okay, like, somebody was talking about trans. Oh, trans. I don't think it's any crazier for a man to wear a beautiful dress than a woman to wear a police outfit. Like, that's trans. Like, why is a woman a cop? Like, to go out with a gun and, like, be in front... That's crazy. Or, like, sports. I did a whole rant about sports... And if you really think about sports and how fucking crazy it is that women play sports. Uh, and I know, I know, the, but here's the funniest part is the backlash isn't even there anymore. People are like, like <laughs> women are like, yes, yes, thank you. Please more, please. Dude, I've had like subtle throwouts of like, so are you accepting more wives? <laughs> For the record, no. Just because I'm, I'm fine, I think it's... Um, it's so it's better to, for like a, a good, moral, strong, providing man to have multiple wives and these women just end up alone and broken. I will never have any interest in ever having more wives, just for the record, because I know I can talk uh, theoretically a lot. As I was talking about how women shouldn't even wear pants and someone's like, yeah, your wife wears pants. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just yeah, but yeah, but it, I mean, you see what I'm saying, though? Like, I can't make my fucking wife not wear pants. And I'm not shocked by pants. I'm just like, theoretically speaking, you should have a dress code for gender. I want to live in castles with airships and have women wear dresses and men wear pants. Not jorts. But that doesn't mean I'm like forcing it in my life. There goes cult leader qualification. Yeah, I'm like done. Like, I have no interest at all in any of that. Like the idea of another woman to me, that one of the real blessings in my life, and I really am so fucking thankful for this, is to not have any issues with lust. And I've, I'm really doing a good job with gluttony. I used, gluttony was a real problem for a bit. But like the idea of managing women or dealing with more women to me sounds like an absolute fucking nightmare. So like, I'm just saying theoretically, Women would be a lot happier if they had a moral man than they had 
three boyfriends, they met at Go Fish and they're in debt with a vibrator and MDMA. It's like, that's literally hell. Yeah, multiple wives sounds like a nightmare. Totally, total nightmare. I'm just talking total logic and theory. I'm not talking what I want. I don't have any interest in that at all. Like literally zero. Um, all right. So I, like I'm all about community and sometimes I have to like really try to make sure I have friends come over because I know community strength. Like I'm very aware of it and I can be a shut in for those of you that don't know me personally. Like I can go a long time without even texting my friends back. I'm not like I'm so it's kind of like that with Vox when he talks about his like, uh, you know, like what a nation is and race and all this stuff. And people are like, yeah, aren't you like racially mixed? And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't change reality. You know, America is Anglo and this is what it is. And, and people are like, yeah, but aren't you part? And he's like, what does it matter what I am? <laughs> I know for a fact community is strength. And I'm always promoting it. And I make a, uh, an effort to make sure that my kids have a strong community. We have people come over, blah, blah, blah. My, my instinct is not to be a social butterfly. Like the idea of me going to like a bar or like a, I don't, I have to like really try to do that. Like I'm um, much more conducive to a solitary lifestyle. It's the same with like, you know, some of these concepts I'm talking about, you know, theoretically, if a man is willing to provide for multiple wives, like biblically and they each can have like a home and they're provided for and a community and children. That's a better life objectively. It's not even arguable than not like because in America right now we have polygamy. You get married and then you have to pay for them forever. When you get divorced, you're just not allowed to have multiple wives. So Don Donald Jamarcus Trump can have four ex wives and he has to like pay for them as wives for life but he can't keep them as wives. He can, he's not allowed to like be their husband. That's fucking retarded, <laughs> right? Like what? So right now, baby boomers can have a wife, abandon her, get another wife. They still have to pay for them like concubines, but they're no longer have prote legal protection as a wife. Why? That's, that literally doesn't make any sense. Okay. It's definitely not ideal, but it's not like you're already living it. You know, a lot of people have a very hard time realizing the world they're currently in. Like people talk about ex-wives all the time. They're like, oh yeah, I have two ex-wives. Oh, so you have three wives. No, I have one wife. I have two ex-wives. You have three wives. Why? Because you haven't fucked one in three years? Like what, what do you constitute? You made a financial commitment. You gave that woman children. That's one of your wives for life. Like that's literally a fact. <laughs> yeah, alimony is polygamy, right? But but legally, you're not allowed to like keep saying they're your wife. It, it literally makes no sense. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, my, I have two ex-wives and a wife. I have two alimonies and I have children with both. I'm like, oh, so you have three wives. Oh no, I don't even see Diane anymore. I is there like a how often you have to fuck them for them to be? It just makes no sense. All right, so anyway, um, okay, <laughs> is it? Yeah, this one. People are getting it. 
The issue isn't trans people in women's sports. It's women's sports. No one watches them. No one cares. It's been a humiliation since Title IX was first passed. I'm glad that at least there are now some actual athletes playing female sports. Men. <laughs> Women should be protected at home raising children, not trying to dunk and failing in front of nine family members, guilted into going to their basketball game. And I know there's, there's guys out there right now with only daughters and you got them into basketball and right now you're like, oh, fuck you, Big Bear. Oh, young Stacy is so... No, no, it's ridiculous. And I'm not saying it's going to permanently damage her, but it's like trans. There's, a, there's an element of trans to women playing sports competitively. The trans thing is the best thing to ever happen to the wild absurdity that is female sports. Someone's like, oh, Big Bear, well, you're... My wife was like an all-league soccer player. And they'll like try to use that against me. Like my point is less valid. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still ridiculous. Okay. Men and women's sports is the logical conclusion to decades of the nonsense idea of gender equality. You'll never see men complaining about biological women competing against them in anything because the man would win 100% of the time. Men and women are not equal. We don't have the same natures, roles, or purpose. The trans thing is no crazier than women in the military or being airline pilots. It's all ridiculous. The only female sports with any authentic draw are figure skating and gymnastics. Everything else is completely marketed and fake. Or beach volleyball, but that's because it's porn. If you put uh, sweatpants and hoodies on the women, no one would watch beach volleyball. It's only because they're in bikinis. They can't even jump, guys. It's, it's absurd. No one is like, man, I really want to watch beach volleyball. No, you want to see them pat each other on the ass in bikinis. You're a fucking pervert. That's it. Any female gymnastic, gymnastics usually, if they're hyper-competitive, they leave them with a 13-year-old boy's body for life and a ton of head trauma, and they probably have been molested. Sports are not a place for our mothers and daughters. It's insane. The fact our culture puts women in a cage and has them fight for money is objectively insane. It's also weird watching women be hyper-competitive with each other. It's already a gender swap. It's like watching men lisp and hair braid. It's good that these ridiculous notions have reached a breaking point. I don't even think women should wear jeans. There's something very gay about it. Yes, my wife owns jeans. I'm just, it's still, there's something about it. A journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Another thing is no one actually really likes the sound of a female voice that isn't a family member. These crazy fantasies, there's a couple podcasters that are enjoyable, but in general, you know, these crazy fantasies women have about being baseball players and sports commentators and congressmen should not be encouraged and subsidized with tax money. There's really not much difference between a man identifying as a unicorn and a woman identifying as a senator or a businessman. And deep down, everyone knows it. Female beach volleyball is just a form of pornography. They aren't actually good at volleyball. Can we just be honest? These lies are getting fucking tedious. A man claiming to have a period is no different than a woman pretending to be a competent businessman or firefighter. In fact, it's more believable a man has a period because that could hypothetically happen if they get a cut on the inside of their dick and they piss blood. Women are not ever going to be firefighters or business tycoons. It's so fucking dumb. 
And by the oh, really? Dude, I'm telling you, it's absurd. That's why we're getting this communist participation trophy. And I really, um, oh, and this is the thing. If you want to act like what I'm saying is the hatred of women, no. They say if you don't pretend women are men, it means we hate them. It's the same what we're doing right now with little boys. If little boys don't act like little girls, they're bad. Fuck that. Pretending women should act like men and encourage them to do so and fail and end up a drug-addicted, depressed mess is the actual hatred of women. Women should be wives, mothers, or super helpful aunts if they aren't into guys. They aren't men. Men aren't women. The trans thing is just the tip of the iceberg. All right. Yeah, someone said, had the misfortune of working with a few female firefighters over the years. They were affirmative action through the academy that did not earn it. They were a major liability on emergency calls, as in we were safer being a man short. It's not a job anyone can do. Exactly. I said, yeah, and when people die, everyone who goes along with the lie is responsible. Also, women are terrible under extreme uh, stress. Not childbirth, not that type of stress, but male stress. Gunshots, fire, aggression. Women fucking shut down. Happens in war all the time. They're not made for it. I said, it's one reason why I think my life is going so well. I don't, get, I don't go along with any lies. I don't have the karmic heat. All right. Um, and then I said, and by the way, I don't mean women shouldn't play sports, like activities. You know, like play tennis, go snowboarding, whatever you want. It's that hyper-competitive male pretending, like women get trophies and shit. You know, um, like I said, uh, what did I say here, the purpose of sports, the purpose of sports is to train men for war, allow men with war instincts to have a safe outlet for it, or primarily allow men to compete with each other to prove status and attract a high quality mate with trophies. That's the purpose of sports. Why would women compete in sports? To attract a woman? To prepare for war? Women don't have the hyper-competitive killer instinct against other women unless they're severely traumatized or mentally ill. Men are not more attracted to champion women. In fact, it's less attractive. Fact. Like that hyper-muscular, aggressive woman that trains 10 hours a day is not attractive to women or to men. This is all completely obvious if you aren't actively deceiving yourself. And ladies, you aren't missing out on anything. It's like, are men missing out on pretending that they're breastfeeding? That they're like mommies? The great lie is that women, that a woman is held down from success by fulfilling her role and duty as mother and wife. It's the complete opposite. Your power comes from your family. Those pantsuits and cocktails and cubicles are your enslavement. A woman's power, men compete to get the woman. That's why they do sports. And then I said, where's the thing about, um, this is a, a partially a C.S. Lewis quote, quote, but I said, mother is the job. All other jobs are protect and provide for the most important job, mother. Imagine a world without hyper compartmentalized wage slavery, like the world I currently live in. The mother keeps babies alive and healthy, then clothes them teaches them, feeds them, gardens for them, keeps the house clean for them, literally creates good people. 
The level of intelligence and morality in a society is directly from the mother's connection with her children in the formative years. The father's job, whatever he chooses it to be, is at its base to maintain a society, a resource flow, and a community status to allow his wife to focus on the job, which is mother. Everything else is vanity. When you understand the purpose of everything, you can see the roots and lies don't work on you. By the way, everything I'm saying right now is true. It's not even a debate. You know, you can pretend to not see the purpose of life, but this is the purpose of life. <laughs> Why do people not like to watch women's sports? Because they're, it's, it's off-putting. It's not real. It doesn't look like it's reality. The only women that are really, really into women's sports are lesbians because they want to attract women or they've just been told to do it. A lot of women will say, I love my experience in sports because I had camaraderie, made a lot of friends. It's never about competing. They don't want to compete. They're women. They don't fucking compete. You know, they're more interested in like hobbies, activities, community building. And to pretend that this isn't the truth is the hatred of women. Yeah, like Amanda said, I really enjoyed playing softball and tennis. Been a very long time, but I have never enjoyed competition. Same with dance. I don't want to perform. I just want to dance. When I was younger, I would think for a moment of time that I wanted to be a singer or a dog trainer. I said, yeah, that's standard female nature. I'm not saying women should not participate in activities they enjoy. Just the idea that women should be competing against each other for sport is absurd and humiliating. Women can even enjoy martial arts. They just shouldn't pretend to be men and pretend to be hyper-competitive and hyper-violent. It's trans. It's like if a man literally wears a prom dress and like dances like Britney Spears. It's, it's trans. It's like you're, you're not empowering yourself. Because I know some women that enjoy martial arts. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to limit your activities. So don't think that I'm like saying that you shouldn't do what makes you happy or whatever. It's the trap of trying to act like a man. You know, I know women that enjoy jujitsu or they enjoy some of these things that may appear masculine, but they just enjoy the art of it or they enjoy the techniques or getting a workout or something like that. They don't want to like beat the fuck out of somebody or like win and get a trophy unless they're lesbians. And then I said, it all started going downhill and women were allowed to wear pants like guys. So that's what I have to say about that. Codsworth, let's, uh, before we get into Chinese credit score and more about France, uh, hit me with Super Chats if we have any. And then I'll read some uh, mail. Um, oh, and by the way, I was right about Strickland. Someone dropping truth is a very intimidating athlete. He won. America, you guys, we're all a bunch of degenerate fucks. You know, like, I, I was talking to... Boar Bear gets it. He said, I know men that enjoy a fizzy doesn't necessarily mean you're gay. Right, but it is gay. It doesn't mean you're gay, but it is gay. Coming from a guy who every now and then enjoys a fizzy. Just be honest about it. It is, it is gay. <laughs> like, it just is. Guy, like I was joking about, you know, growing up, my dad fucking snorted oxys off the table. Okay, this is before the fight. <laughs> I, I guarantee he won the fight, right? 
I mean, if I was the other guy, that would be more intimidating than anything. A guy that just says the truth. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to be a ferocious warrior. Because <laughs> he definitely won this fight. I mean, someone speaking this clearly, there's no way he didn't win this fight. Later that day. For your winner, by TKO, Sean Strickland! Yeah, I was right. He won. Because at that level, they're all pretty equal physically. I think it's all a mind game. The best fighter in UFC history was a super-based Muslim, Khabib, who would talk about women's role and men's role and be super-based, and there's nothing more intimidating than that. Can you read the text promo first, then I'll pull the Twitter? Yes. I will read that, Codsworth, and I'll play this little video you made. I know you worked real hard on it. Codsworth's trying to expand our ability to get super chats. Because last month, he wasn't able to pay his vig. I know I'm being a little intense today. I'll, I'll chill out. All right, where is it? Barn, bastard, France, Tibet, Gaddafi. Where the fuck is it? One second. Hang on a second. There it is. Codsworth? Yeah, Codsworth. I think he might have gotten his legs broken this week. So if anybody wants to keep God from literally dying, listen to what I'm about to say here. All right, what do we got here, ladies and gentlemen? Adding a new Super Chat option, Gab Pay. Testing it today. Try here, Gab Pay Live slash Codsworth. Complete QR slash JPMTBE. Codsworth, that's not a valid... But anyway, look at all the new places we're at. Podbean. Let me just read them. Check this out. So we got unauthorized.tv, ladle.tv, Rockfin, DLive, Odyssey, Twitch, Kick. By the way, Kick's a new one. I don't know what the fuck that W was that Codsworth's into. Rumble. BitChute. Telegram, Gab TV, Trovo, TikTok, Shing, Fireside, Podbean, more coming soon. Unauthorized.tv, Ladle.tv. Okay, so what we did is we got, we, we're now ladling to like way more platforms. That was what we wanted to announce. Codsworth, is there anything I need to not pin phone BB? Oh, no problem. Let me read the phone. I wrote it on WhatsApp. Damn right you did, Codsworth. My trusted butler. We are expanding live stream locations and super chat locations. Our ability to stream has almost doubled and we will be adding more live stream locations little by little to fill up those available slots. Basically everywhere but YouTube. The, the barbarians are circling the city, YouTube. It's only a matter of time. The Big Bear will not be stopped. Today, we're live on Kick and have GabPay Super Chats online. My only sponsor is you. <laughs> Guys, how great is it that you don't have to ever listen to commercials? Ever. Well, give me money for that. Thank you. If you want to test it, it's pinned on the saloon. Each day we add something new, we'll just let you know. Onward. Why, thank you, Codsworth. Cod's bucket is clearly bottomless. He knows no limit. He's never satisfied. Okay. Uh, this was a boot boy 
Um, propaganda poster. That seems pretty valid. German propaganda poster suggesting whites will become a minority in France within 100 years. As you can see, there's Louisiana black bear, uh, bowler bear. They're all at the top there. And then you have um, made by Jim Bob there putting his lipstick on. And uh, I don't even know who I can make fun of. Apparently, the cucked male and the masculine female has always been a problem. All right, let's kick things off with Gab Pay. I received a good one from Gagan. Rumble says, interview Cliff High. You would love him. Um, cool. I'll look into him. I hear pedophile is going, going to be taken by the gay trans groomers like N-word was taken by black culture. Only we can say pedo. That's our work. No, no, no. Th th these things are not going to last. Don't you worry, social observer. Anal is just old school birth control. That's disgusting. Persians are Aryans facts. Nice. I think I'm pretty deeply Aryan. Um, I agree, BB. I'm a Palestinian American Muslim, and I think this country should be run by white Christians. I'd rather live under Christian law instead of this Jewish atheist country. Yeah. Christian law is Sharia law. Oh, how dare you? Oh, how dare you? Oh, how dare you? It's like, I like to, sometimes I like to say Sharia law and push the Muslim thing because it's provocative, gets the people going. I'm not lying, but it's like Christian now is so watered down and pointless you literally, if you do attend church, all you do is just talk about how fucking forgiven you are. You don't have any rules. One reason why being a part of a religion or a group uh, gives you status is because it's assumed that you're following a certain rule set. Like, for example, when you meet a Navy SEAL, they, they immediately have status. Why? Because you know what they've been through. You know what they committed to. Or like a Delta Force guy or a Ranger or something like that. You're like... Oh, you're capable of doing this, this, this. Or when you meet someone in a, um, like in a, in a group, like, uh, I don't know. I can't even think of a group right now. You understand what I'm saying? So let's say you're a Christian. That should give you status, assuming that means you follow guidelines. Like you don't lie. You don't do sodomy. You're not in debt. You like, you know, like your community is actively trying to follow these things then people will treat you better. Like the, the, then you're given a certain status for it. Muslim is a superior status to Christian right now because they're actively doing more rules. I know I sound a little autistic. Where people, oh, how dare you? I, I don't give a fuck. This is a fact. You can listen or not. The fact that they're capable, that they're expected to fast. They're expected to pray five times a day. They're expected to not do haram or not watch porn or not do all these things. Christians aren't even holding themselves to those standards at all. It's not even like they're failing because someone says, oh, Big Bear, I know a Muslim who's shit faced. I, I realize that, guys. I also know Americans who speed, right? Obviously, just really think it's about are you even held to a standard? When you say you're Christian, that doesn't even mean your community is attempting in any way to hold you to a standard. It's almost the opposite where the more disgusting, the more broken, the more sin you've committed, the higher you are. You know, it's like, I was blind, now I see. It's like, until two weeks ago, I was murdering babies and getting fucked up on crack. But now I'm saved. Okay, that's, that's pretty much the standard right now. And I'm just reporting what I'm seeing. All right? I don't give a... I don't care as much about religion as you think. Like, when I'm promoting what I see in a lot of Islamic communities, it's just because they're holding themselves to a standard. 
I'm kind of Asperger-y when it comes to this stuff. I'm not like, this isn't a hyper-emotional thing for me at all. You know, like Mormons have a, a higher standard in their communities when it comes to uh, certain things. Like it's, I don't get me wrong. I know some Mormon porn stars and when they fall, they fall bad. I, of course, I understand that. I used to live in fucking Hollywood, California. All right, ask Cliff High about the Elohim if you go there. I should have on Dylan Sakashio. I'm going to ask him to do it. Agreed, all my Muslim neighbors crushed. That's why I did Ramadan with them this year. Yeah, I'm not talking about the war-ravaged orcs sometimes being sent to your countries. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what, what happens in America. And I'll tell you about uh, what's happening in Europe. Let me read what I wrote. And I hope you guys don't take that emotionally like I'm attacking your religion. Christian, Jesus did say in the Bible, I'm not getting theological, but he said he wasn't there to end the law. He was there to fulfill the law. He wasn't to stop the laws. Like those laws, those standards you're supposed to hold yourself to is your power. Okay. And you're going to fail and you're going to sneak a fizz. And maybe, you know, one time you like had a jerk or like you sometimes you like whatever, but it's like, you're trying not to. You're, you're not promoting it. You're not bragging about it. You're trying, you're actively shaming each other for sin. And I see that way more with Muslims than I do Christians. Christians are like, how great is it how saved we are? Man, it's great. I'm just going to do a six-hour live stream about Owen's gay dad and get hammered and draw little naked kids. But we're saved. Like, they're not even, they're not even calling each other out on that. Christians shouldn't be offended by this. They should be encouraged to start. Oh, exactly. That's why we have such high quality people in our community. And it's hugely Christian, this community, because they're, they're encouraged by it. It's, it's always like the little, it's the people that are hiding that are like, oh, how dare you? How dare you? Now you're, so now you're shilling for Islam? Let me guess. You're a shilling. How, it's like, okay, your own religion says you should keep each other in check about this stuff. You know, like I've never read the Quran. I just see, I'm like a observer of human nature. And when you have countries that have porn banned, they have homosexuality banned. Oh, you don't think people fuck in the ass when no one's watching? It's banned in public. And that's all I care about. Because the whole point of public law is that if a family wants and chooses to be innocent, they can stay innocent. In America, it's like you're driving down a public highway. You're looking at a fucking billboard right in the heart of Bible Belt South. And there's like naked people on it. For a good time, call Jose. 1-900-ANAL-RAPE. Um, okay, moving on. Godsworth. I, I know I just got a couple super chats there. We got a, I know we have pages of it, which is amazing. Oh, I want to tell you about, okay, America's similar as Western Europe, and it's very much like the Hunger Games. I'll show you in a second. Oh, Entropy, here we go. Get that gay off me, says Cucumber, indeed. Hey, baby bear, Scanlon Bear here. If Bowler Bear's mom is around, can she give me a shout-out, please? Need some more racial puppetry skits? Solely for educational purposes, of course, blessings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I got it. The bell fell out? Hang on. Remind me, and I'll give you some more material. I love those... Uh, sketches you do Josh legend Bola bear. I'll do I'll do more for you and I'll, if you guys want to think up ideas we'll riff it in the chat 
Bill says, I have single-handedly gotten Luis J. Gomez to acknowledge Owen Benjamin three times in the past month. I demand reparations immediately. Critter uh, Bear. Yeah, I like Lewis. It's just those guys have obviously been told they're not allowed to talk about me or respond to me, which I think is insanely gay. That you know, If you want to be these anarcho-capitalist rebels, you can't also be gay. Volleyball Bear. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Volley Bear, I'm guessing you're a woman. Streams have been getting better recently. Thank you, gentlemen. Luis Rossman is a computer repair guy with a great YouTube channel about t- talk, taking care of your equipment and the right repair what we own. He's inspired me to learn how my things work and maintain them. Labor's expensive because everyone outsources uh, their 15-minute repairs. You know what, Volleybear? That's exactly the type of people I want to interview. I'm like... I have my esoteric friends. I have Crow. I have Gardner. I have, I have my guys. I have my gun guys. I have my gravy guys. I want to have dudes on that just know shit about helpful things and just talk about like how to fix something or like how they started their business or, you know, I would, I, I think there's more value in the quote unquote mundane than there is sometimes in doing 10 hours on whether or not what cycle we're in, like what epoch we're in. I, you know, that's why I want to talk like a Dylan is an expert at words. Like I'd love to have him on, but in general, I I would really like to talk about somebody like figuring out how to make the desert green or something like that, like something tangible. And, you know, I just, that, that's what I'm really looking at. So that's really cool. Volleyball. Thank you for that. I'm glad you weren't offended by me making fun of female volleyball players. You can play volleyball. Just the reason people watch it on TV is because you're in a thong and you slap each other on the ass. And I hate to be the one to tell you guys that, but no one, you can't jump. Literally, women can't jump more than six inches. Thankful for this day, Bear. Thank you for the piano, gravy, and laughs. I'm feeling the blade sprouting for not sending a letter yet. Hopefully this helps to slow the growth. Thank you for that. Shades Bear. I just heard your rendition of the song Fearless by Pink Floyd. I haven't heard that song for many years. But it took me back to when I lost a good friend some 30 years ago. It's amazing how music can do that. Well, it brought a tear to my eye. I don't think crying over lost friends is gay. It's not. It's great. But here's a super chat in case. If you didn't cry, it's gay. Bearfall Seasons. Haven't been able to catch a live in a while. That soldier bit you did the other day was spot on. And yes, they're all named Martinez. I lost it as I looked down and my client was named Martinez. Yes, I get it. I'm always crushing. Have, um, Alex Weinberg, what do all the gays have in common? Extreme parental issues. My friend's wife keeps posting pics of their newborn baby dressed in rainbow pride shirts. And while it disgusts me, it made me realize they're not raising a future ally. If anything, they're raising a future Nazi. The next generation always rebels. Keep crushing BB Stoke Bear. Yeah, and I also want to talk about that. Because just being super racist isn't as powerful as you think. Don't get me wrong. I'm obviously racist. I love being racist. Like, you should have an identity and all that stuff. Like, be willing to say the words and all that. But the most racist groups I know, like the most hateful racial groups I know are American Indians. And no one's having a worse time. So a lot of times it's a coping mechanism for being um, conquered. So... The idea that you're just going to get super hateful and that's somehow strength is not strength. 
Um, it's good to have an identity and to keep the filth out, but you keep the filth out by raising your own children and mowing your own fucking lawns. Like being super angry about other races and like dehumanizing them is not as strong as you think. In fact, it's typically a coping mechanism of a conquered people. Moving on. Garden Gnome Bear. BB, my bear name is causing me to be confused with Joe Rogan. Can I be re-verified as Slonker Bear? Yes. Welcome, Slonker Bear. All right. Are you guys feeling the energy today or am I too intense? I know like it's later in the day. I did a super intense workout. My I got a numb mouth for a little while and now I'm good. Passive racism crushes. Active racism likely due to victimhood. Well, if you're like, okay, as soon as everyone gets real racist, everyone's going to wake up and be great. That's not it at all. It's kind of like I was talking about that with Dr. Shiva where, where uh, an oppressed, the more people are oppressed, the harder it is to overthrow your captors. There isn't a breaking point. That's not actually how it works. You have to actively improve your situation. I'm racist against, but yeah, the best, the, in my opinion, the most strength is to be like, you have a real good family, real good community, you know your identity, you know your culture, you don't, uh, you know, you don't hire migrants, you, um, you find sodomy disgusting, but you don't sit around like super mad about it. Um, you know, when you're just like, oh, he's fucking, you know, that you're not actually strong in that mindset. You're, um, that energy should be put towards constructive things because the reason they're here is because you gave up your responsibilities and you became these people. It's the Hunger Games. I'll read what I was about to say. Oh, we got more super chats. They keep changing the definition of racist, though. Oh, I can't keep up. I know what racist means, and I'm getting it. I'm a racist and prejudiced as fuck. Me too, Simone Poppy. Yeah, Samoans are. Any island brown pineapple small guitar type people? Racist. But it's like, it's one thing to be like, um, like racially aware versus like really mad. Anger really isn't the strength people think it is. Like the people I know that are the most fucking mad about Jews are the most cucked goys I know. Like totally dependent, totally pathetic, but on the macro more than the micro. See, for me, it's micro Simone Poppy. Like I look at a brown bastard like you and I'm not happy. On the macro, doesn't bother me at all. For me, it's more about the smell. Like if you walked into a little room I was in, all I'd smell is peanuts and pineapple and I'd be, I'd probably vomit on myself like a child. Cliff says, belated congrats to No More Money Bear who got married and is leaving California. May God bless. Indeed, God bless. Golden Plume. As a woman, I'm processing the sports comments, but I think I have to agree. I quit ROTC because my therapist, <laughs> yeah, that's what we really want out of our warriors, them having therapists, told me I was splitting my psyche. I'm personally not built for it. No woman is. Women are not warriors. Dude, Israel has been the most obsessed with making females into soldiers anywhere, and every study has shown that they're fucking terrible at it. Want to know what they're good at? Behind the scenes shit. Like women can actually be good detectives. <laughs> like there's a certain type of woman that actually can just keep picking and getting to the bottom of shit, but they should never be in the public with a gun. Uh, there's way, way, way more uh, gun related 
problems with female cops than male cops. They're, 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 they're like just not made for it. It's terrible. And I'm not going to pretend. Military women can't fire cannon. Oh yeah, I think I've played this before. This is exactly it. And people want to literally act like this isn't what people are watching. Dude, it's so fucking bad. And it's all of them. Occasionally you'll find like a six foot four woman, but they should be having children, you know, with those genetics. Okay, watch this. I played this years ago, I think. So here's a woman and she's about to fire a cannon because she's been told she's just like a man. Okay, so she's pulling, she's pulling. Patriarchy, patriarchy, here she goes. Oh, how dare you? You're just like Kyle. You don't even listen to me. Oh, you're just like fucking Kyle. Oh, Jesus. Oh, how dare you? Watch this. So eventually it gets so tedious and the brass are starting to get uneasy. You know, the grabblers in the audience are rubbing their hands. Someone looks at Martinez over here and gives him a little nod. Right? She, she literally can't, she can't pull the fucking rope. All right, so wow, it just keeps going. I mean, this is, this is, all right. So eventually, you know, it gets to a point where she has to look and he like finally comes around um, and he just is like, all right, here we go, ready? And that's it. And she probably got a raise. And then just, it's just crazy. I mean, Guys, that's not unique. That's everywhere. He walks in front of it because he's not even worried it'll go off. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Godsworth. Like what a dis- like what a terrible Yeah, because that's what happens when you get a, you know, when you get a brown boy there. Probably doesn't have the IQ to really put it together. No offense. Simone Poppy. But watch this. So he's not he walks in front of the can. I never even thought about that. She still holds No, it's under it, Godsworth. He may have lost an ear, eardrum though. And just, that's it. And that's why, you know, no, I get it, Godsworth. You're right. It would have probably been hard on his ears. All right. Ridiculous. All right. So let's talk a little bit about why France is on fire. Um, oh, by the way, someone said, Big Bear, I remember you saying specifically over three years ago that comedians in a few years will be making jokes about masks and vaccines, and it will be accepted. Well, we were all banned for saying it at the time, batting a thousand. I said, yeah, it's, it's tediously predictable. That's why now I just make children with my dick and grow vegetables. Codsworth, why don't we get off Twitter, and I will uh, play the ADL thing, because I warned everyone I was going to team up with the Muzzies. Live numbers are crushing. Hey, everybody, live. Okay, so everybody being like, oh, Big Bear is such a show for the muzzies. This is 2019. I issued my warning to the Jews. You want me let me go on uh, comedy clubs, and I'm pretty sure I might dismantle some seriously nefarious plans. I'll save babies. I already have. I've encouraged people to have hundreds of children that have already written to me. I can confirm hundreds. Confirm. You want to bring into the thousands? Hi, DL. I'm bringing back the whites. That's right. There we go. What? Yeah, I'm the ADL's worst nightmare. I, I'm getting people fertile again. I'm getting them ready to pump, marry, support. That's right. That's right. I guarantee we're already in the thousands. I'm helping whites have babies again, ADL. What do you got, Jews? 
I'll fucking hang out with Muslims now. I told them. I said, I'm teaming up with the Muslims and look at what I did. That was, that was exactly four years ago. That was July, early July 24, 2019. I said, I'm teaming up with the Muslims. Oh, really? Oh, shilling? No, I warned them. I said, you want to keep pulling your bullshit? And I don't even blame the Jews anymore. They don't even matter. I think that they're spiraling. They're all trying to move to Portugal. I'm the best friend they ever fucking had. Fucking BB the Spellbreaker. Thanks, Simone and Poppy. Oh, and by the way, there's always a migrant horde. There's always barbarians at any gate that want something. I live in nature, guys. I see the truth all the time. This is my goat called Little Bastard. Uh, the, the barbarians at the gates, and it's not about brown or black. The barbarians in, in uh, Italy used to be Germans. You know, my people, the giants. They used to be like shirtless, fucking naked in ice cold rivers, just crushing, pounding, killing, you know. And uh, they, t- you know, they were the ones invading Italy. They would go south. You know, my people, the hordes, the Visigoths, Ostrogoths, Vandals. That's why it's called to vandalize. You know where that comes from? The Germans. You know, the Vandals, the tribe of legends, just fucking Alaric. The, the boys are back in town. You always have barbarians at the gates. Here's the natural representation of it. Okay, I just want to make a little video about the history of civilization. So that male goat there I call the little bastard. All right? He tries all day, every day, to get through that fence and get to the females. Not only just the females, but his mom. Okay? He's a little bastard. And as cold as I can come across, I don't want to kill him. I could eat him, but his chutzpah, I don't know. I kind of enjoy him, even though I have to catch him with a fish net every day for the past three days because I had to move all this stuff. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I think most great walls, because I just improvised this because he gets through little holes. The great walls of the world... The great nations were built because little horned bastards have been trying to get in and bang relatives. Because then I'd have to kill his his offspring. Look at the little bastard. Look at him trying to get over right now. Because let's say he does bang one of them. He's related to half these goats. I would have to immediately kill his kids or else they'd be like, you know, look at him. Look at the little bastard. So I'm trying to, you know, look at the size of those balls on that little bastard. And he will try as best as he can to get through this. Look at him. Look at him. Look at the little bastard. Look at this little. You little bastard. You get. You get, you little bastard. Now I got to figure out what he was attempting. This is how civilization was formed. Because these little horny fuckers are always trying to get to your your women. And so we build and we build and we build and we revolutionize weapons. I'm probably just going to end up eating this little fucker. I'll give him one or two more days. If he doesn't chill the fuck out, I'm eating that little bastard. But I don't want to. I like his hoodspot. I, I got him out. I, I didn't kill him. 
He's uh he's been he's been uh he's been broken. I gave him pornography. All right, his balls are the size of Simone Poppy's head. Yeah, he has huge balls. Huge. This is why Muzzies cover their women. Fact. There's always an enemy at the gates. That's why gates exist. Why would there be a gate if it wasn't to keep something out? You see how simple it is? So I've been giving him pornography and fluoride. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to get him to just sodomize his buddy. I get, dude, I understand how the entire world works now. I've, I really did fucking crack all the codes. It's fascinating. Every now and then I'll find a new... I'm not like there there, but I'm, I'm pretty close to Tibet at this point. Oh, bowler bat, bowler bat. We got to figure out a sketch. You guys come up with some stuff. I'm focused on my thing, but I want to make sure I give some uh, some good pu racial puppetry. Bitch, bitch, what you talking about, bitch? <laughs> I got to think of a, a, hey, Blacks, what's like uh, one of the really insane fights you witnessed your parents have? Louisiana Black Bear, why did your dad end up bailing? I'm sure he's he's gone, right? I mean, what was the fight? The streetlight's on Bowler's, Bowler's not home. She's yelling out the window. The streetlight's on. Bowler's not out. Bowler Bear, streetlight's on. Where you at, Bowler Bear? Bitch, Bowler Bear's out there having some fun. He's selling that rock for me and Tyrone. Nigga, I told you not to get Bowler Bear into your business. Why you get Bowler Bear to selling that rock? Bitch, I want Bowler Bear to be his own man. Bowler Bear's got to out there hustling, sell that rock, sling that herb. He's out there making that money. Motherfucker, he's going to end up in jail just like your brother. All nine of your brothers are in jail. Bitch, you shut your mouth. Oh, I'm going to call. I'm going to call the cop. Oh, you just beat me. Oh, motherfucker, I'm going to own all your... I don't have any shit, bitch. What you going to get? My hot tops? I'm a robot dusting. I can't even feel my motherfucking forehead. Okay, I'll see y'all later. Oh, motherfucker, I'm going to fuck your boss. Okay, we just got violent with it. All right, so this is what I had. <laughs> my pop stayed till the end of his life. My parents argued a lot. Give me one of the arguments. Motherfucker, why are you dying of diabetes? Why you got diabetes, Donnell? Listen, I like to eat my ho-hos at work. I'm out there slaving all day. Bitch, you work like 20 hours a week at the check cashing place. Why you got to eat so many Twinkies? You got diabetes. You're going to lose your leg. Bitch, I'd rather have one leg than listen to you nag on my motherfucking ass all day. Uh, we, my dad left after my mom refused to wash the chicken with Don's soap. That's a good one. Oh, dude, whoever's making this sketch, you got to include this for uh, the Tower Gang boys. Motherfucker, did you just make chicken without washing it with Dawn soap? We all gonna get Samabella. Bitch, why are you using Dawn soap? Doesn't that, the chicken, Dawn soap on the chicken? If you don't use Dawn soap, you get Samabella. You get Samabella on that motherfucker and then you shit out your mouth. That's called puking. What do you mean shit out your mouth? You shit out your motherfucking mouth if you don't use Dawn soap. You get Samabella. <clears throat> That's a good one. I couldn't tell whether to use recent slang or old-fashioned. Black dads think they have a free pass for other women all the time. Listen, ho, you gots to mow the lawn. I've been working. I see you. You got, I got, I got hoes. I got a, I got hoes in area codes, bitch. 
You gave me Sam a ballot. I shit my mouth. I shit out my mouth. You mean puking, bitch? You don't shit out your mouth. It 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 was like shit though. I got Sam a Bella. Mother, I can't feel my forehead. I'm on a whole bottle of Tussin. My dad left after my mom accidentally bought him non-menthol cigarettes. I'm out of here. You crazy bitch. Where you going, Donnell? You bought me non-menthol cigarettes. What do you think? I'm some kind of cracker, nigga? Oh, I just got the free ones off the back of your brother's truck. Dems are supposed to go to the Cortez brothers. Now someone's going to cut off my motherfucking hand. Oh, shit, bitch. You just done got me murdered. I just got you your cigarettes. Why do you got to have a menthol? If they ain't menthol, I don't brush my teeth. That's the closest I get to a clean motherfucking smile. And that's what all the hoes like when I got a clean smile. I'm your only hoe. Oh, you fuck motherfucker. I'm going to fucking beat your mother. Bitch, you, you stop hitting me, motherfucker. I will hit you back. Oh, you ain't going to do shit. You a coward just like your own daddy. Oh, you fucking bitch. Don't you compare me to my daddy. I will fuck you up. Ah! Ah! He said me. <coughs> okay. Bowers have eight. All right, that was some good stuff. I got Sam Abella. You shit out your mouth. God, they're so dumb, right? Hang on. Can you open this up and get the coins out of it? Bitch, I got Sam Abella. Give me a penny. Give me a penny and I'll tell you a joke. <laughs> All right. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Four having flashbacks. How'd your dad die, Bo? Or was it diabetes? Or was it sickle cell anemia? Or was it... Was it a gunshot injury after he was robbing something? I didn't mean... I, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. The fact he stuck around is great. I, I think he's great. Oh, Lord! Why are you washing that chicken, bitch? <laughs> Sing the... Swing low! Hang low! My weenus, hang low, got the stinky on my weenus. Oh, shit, you got stinky on your weenus? Let me smell your dick. Oh, who with the bitch? Oh, yeah, you know, you know, you know I got to get what I earned, bitch. Oh, I'm going to smell your dick. Oh, you're going to get it now. You're going to get it, bitch. I'm going to hit you back. Oh, you're going to get it now. Choked out a stroke. He was an angry fuck. Why was he angry? Was he in Vietnam? Was he in Vietnam losing him out of Black Bear? All you guys were sent to Vietnam. I mean, everybody was, you know, really hoping the sleep-deprived bear would take care of our little problem that stuck around after a few people wanted someone else to pick their goddamn cotton. Oh, shit. I've earned money for that cotton. You wouldn't have your hot, your Hanes underpants unless my niggas... Okay. Who's thinking of that? You got thinking on that hang low? Let me get some Dawn soap on that shit, nigga. What, you talking about Sam Abello? <laughs> that chicken gave me Sam Abello. <laughs> the chicken gave him Sam Abello. Oh, this is already at 1.5 million views. Hey, let me just play this for you guys. Oh, sh oh shit. 
Ah, shit. Hang on. Dude, my Twitter is fucking roaring. Nigga, you gave me Sam a bella. Stroke, he was nagging. Was he in Vietnam? Put some dong. Put some dong on my stango. I got a stanglo. Stanglo sweet chariot. Uh-huh. Okay, one second. Check this one out. People are loving this one. How I'm showing up to every family event in 2023, knowing I was right about every conspiracy over the last three years. By the way, this is Samoan Coddington. It's Samoan Poppy mixed with Coddington. Yeah! Dawn soap, motherfucker! Put some Dawn soap on that stinky. Put some Dawn motherfucking soap on that stinky. That's literally if Coddington and Samoan Poppy were cloned. Alright, so. Samoan Coddington. Alright, so this is what I wanted to talk about a little bit here. I got a little apocalyptic, but it's not apocalyptic for me, and I'm guessing a lot of you other guys. Hey, Codsworth. Do we have any super chats I should read before I get a little apocalyptic and then read some letters? Um, so our live numbers are absolutely crushing right now, Codsworth. Is this a better time to go a little later? Is everyone ready to fucking crush? Sleep, sleepy House said, wait, can I get verified here? I want to be verified as Sleepy House Bear. Welcome, Sleepy House Bear. It's, an, it's a pleasure to have you. Now, don't act up. All right. One request. What do you got, Codsworth? So are we caught up on Super Chats, Codsworth? If anybody wants to Super Chat, pay their gay away. It's entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Cod didn't pay his vig this week, so uh, I think he has a broken leg. All right, let me, uh, caught up? All right, sweet. We had a good uh, Super Chat day, though, didn't we, Codsworth? I feel like we're back back on track. We had a bad month when uh, Entropy went black. Uh, I thought I was going to lose poor sweet Codsworth, but now we're back. We're back in business. I feel like today, today looked good. I wrote, who's quipping the domestic disputes first? Well, we have a guy who makes Codsworth. Can you send me one of his, uh, previous racial puppeteering sketches? Codsworth. Can you send me one of his racial puppeteering sketches and I'll show you guys what is going to come from what we just did. All right. The French, when they realize the other districts aren't enjoying the Hunger Games as much as they are. To this day, these people not only believe nuclear bombs are a real threat to them, but uh, Gaddafi and Hussein both had them, and they had to be murdered in order to keep them safe. And the barbarians at their door are there simply because they're jealous of their freedom. Rural Europe and America will be fine, but these city people are so oblivious to the consequences of their insatiable appetites for comforts and novelty that they won't know what hit them. I think this cycle happens every few generations, and for those of us that stay stay in reality, we will have massive opportunities to level up from the carnage. And I really believe that. I'm looking forward to it. But it's going to get a little gnarly. It already is. Guys, people are like, oh, you already said you're one of those doomers. 
Dude, everything I said happened. I said food was going to get really expensive. Like supply chains. were. I called supply chain breakdown in 2018. I actually got some work done this afternoon with the later streams. Nice, JJ Hamcrete. Oh, here we go. Oh, is it is it a live? No, no, not that one, Codsworth. No, like the Jefferson one. Like, oh, bitch. You know what I'm talking? Hang on, maybe I can find it. I don't know. Did I call it puppets? Let me do a quick search. Um, puppet. Huh. Racial puppeteering. Oh, here we go. Racial puppets. Here's one. Okay, this is this is what you guys are going to be looking forward to because I'm pretty sure that dude was requesting more material. There we go. Tyrone, where the fuck you been? Bitch, this is why I left in the beginning. Tyrone, you made me raise bowling bat all by yourself. You said you were going out to get cigarettes. Oh, bitch, you always are giving me grief. I work all day, and I just want to put up my feet. You nigga, you don't work. You uh, you you did security at a cash, check cash in place, 20 hours a week, and you got fucking fun. Bitch, I will beat your black ass. Oh, I'm calling your brother. He will fucking shoot you right in the head. I'm on the phone right now. Don't out. Oh, Bob Bowler Bear, this bitch is crazy. Okay. Uh... Are you guys ready for some more racial puppeteering? All right, here we go. Oh, my God. Robert Dustin. Hey, a penny for your thoughts. Nigga, I keep all my pennies in here, and I don't have any thoughts. I'll see you later. I'm going to get cigarettes. Nigga, you don't even smoke. You're going to see Shaniqua again, aren't you? Shaniqua don't yell at me every day. Okay, Shaniqua know I'm a man. Shaniqua know that after I work four long hours sitting in a chair, guarding that check flashing place, that I need to be treated like a man. Bitch, you ain't a man. Your brother got a, your brother, your brother got his wife and brand new shoes. My brother is selling crack, okay? You want that shit in front of little bowler bear? I'm going to get the mother. By the way, how funny is it? That now he's getting Bowler Bear to sell crack. <laughs> like, she wore him down. She wants nice things. And, like, the only way he can do it is to sell crack. And so, he, not only is he selling crack now, he's get, he got little Bowler Bear to sell crack in the new one. Nigga, you don't even smoke. You going to buy robotized and going to fuck an equal again, ain't you? Bitch, if I have to take the Tussin, it's because I have a cough, okay? <clears throat> Nigga, you don't have a cough. You drink the Tussin to crumb because you heard little Wayne say it. You heard little motherfucking Wayne say it. Bitch, I, it's not because I knew that before little Wayne. I knew about the Tussin before little Wayne. I got a cough. <clears throat> you spend all that money on robotized. You call yourself a man, you call yourself a husband. Bitch, why you go? I got to work all day scrubbing toilet. You said you were going to be in the NFL, motherfucker. You said you were going to be in the NFL. I hurt my knee, bitch. <laughs> I'm out there working and slaving all day, and I come home just to get yelled at. Bitch, I'm going to get some cigarettes. Oh, you going to get some cigarettes. Yeah, you about to leave old man. I, oh, I, bitch, don't be home. 
<laughs> I love that the female is always smiling. Okay, the racism has been cleansed. The funniest thing is that's exactly how it is. Oh, you think you think I heard about Tussin from Lil Wayne? I'm Big Wayne. Bitch, your name ain't even Wayne. <laughs> Your name ain't even Wayne. Okay, back to the stream. Kindson, are we all caught up? Godsworth, are we caught up? What do we got here, Godsworth? Uh, based on it. Oh, we got a new one from Alive Bear. Bowler teaser, here we go. What do we got here, Godsworth? Looks like someone else is ready to, ready to create. To shame that devil. You gotta shame the devil with creation, bitch. Alright, what we got here? Coming soon, based on a false story. Bowler bear! Bowler bear! Nigger. Love it. Everything about it. So anyway, I was educating the people about Empire. Let's uh, finish this up and I'll read the letters and we'll call it a day. I'll go milk my cow like a fucking third world peasant. All right. <clears throat> you can tell that... Oh, by the way, Taylor Bear, when do I have to get these measurements? I've lost another five pounds. You can, you know, we can. We have some time, right, Taylor Bear? And can you make me a suit that's a little thicker? Like, it's a little more like... I don't know. Let's really talk about what suit you're going to make me. I'm really fucking excited. I said, you could tell that, that overfed Western people have an imperial insane view of the world when they say shit like, well, if shit hits the fan, I'll just move to Paraguay or Japan. Is Japan cool these days? They actually believe that because of their dollar scam, the world is theirs. They never hesitate for a second and think, well, maybe they're, they don't want me there. The Western imperialist mentality is that they are a gift wherever they go because of their money. And anyone that doesn't consent to their cultural rape is a racist or a bigot. There will come a time in the near future when even states in the U.S. won't allow these imperial refugees with their money and sodomy in. The destruction of their family tree, the humiliation of their woman, the addiction of their men is not worth your, your worthless green paper. This, this is a magician's trick. Let's video call on Sunday and I'll walk you through the measurements. Sounds good, Taylor Bear. Um... And just like the movie A Bronx Tale, there will come a time when these overfed, spoiled, entitled locusts who clawed their way to their Malibu beach houses will be told, well, now you can't leave. <laughs> I'm so intense. So this is what is happening in America and in Europe. America has been destabilizing and strip mining Central America for a while. It's why we have a migrant issue. They come here, cash welfare checks, raise a bunch of white people's kids and mow their lawns for a fortune in Mexico and send it home. Eventually, many head back to Mexico. There are only migrants here because of American labor shortages and entitlements of the wealthy. Rich white women can't be bothered to raise their own child. And the men don't know how to, a lawnmower works. And the governments back home for these people are destabilized by the American alphabet agency, Jackals, in order to get better deals on strip mining. Same exact thing in Europe, except it's Africans and Middle Easterners. The capital of the Hunger Games will always face the consequence of their indulgence and their appetites. The men you had work for you and the women you had raise your children are now your master. You are now a domesticated animal and you did it to yourself. 
Start being productive, start growing your family, or you will be replaced by those who can. Might be nice to have a video call with Owen and especially dictate the days as Telecaster Bear. Well, he's making me a suit. So, yes, I will do a video call if someone's making me a suit. I will pay, by the way. I just want good, I just want a friendly deal. I'm not going to make you work for free or give me your free fabric. But do you have any ideas for the suit? You know, I don't want like really like a tight silk gay suit. I want something a little more like uh, like I can wear it in the fall. You know what I mean? You should hear the fireworks going off in my area. They're illegal here and it sounds like apocalypse now, America. Yeah, I mean, my, my area, you can own a tank. I have lots of ideas. I love it, Taylor Bear. Greetings, Big Bear. I'm writing with a prayer request and a story of a blessing. The blessing was a birthday present from my beautiful daughters. We live in a basement apartment and there is no window over the kitchen sink. Uh, just a bulletin board where I saved the kids' art. My daughters worked together to print out and laminate my favorite Bible verses and added pictures of my favorite things. The moon, a mountain waterfall, my favorite flowers, and some yarn art. It was so creative and improves my dishwashing experience. Family is wealth. Exactly. That's so beautiful. All denim. Yeah. As for the prayer request, my parents are in the process of buying 25 acres with a house for my family to live and homestead. When my mother's... That's a lot of land. That's legit. You could have like legit cattle. When my mother's parents pass away, my parents and sisters will come up and build a second home on the property for a family compound. That's the dream. That's literally the best. The suit should have a tartan vest. Should we have a vest? Or is that gay? There have been many bumps in the road towards purchase. I would like to petition the Bears, pray that God's will be, God's will will be done in the purchasing process and give my dad the energy and wisdom to complete the sale and the improvements to the home and land to prepare it for the move in two years. Thank you for the prayers. Blessings to you and your family. Knitting Mama Bear. Well, that's a wonderful prayer to have, to have a, a family compound and homestead. And yeah, that's awesome. Codsworth, what the hell did you just send me? Yeah. Is that Pesuera Truco? Who drew that, Codsworth? Interesting. Family compound might be nice. It's doable, guys. It's doable. You just gotta, you just gotta um, be real low on the indulgence scale. Vest with pockets and watch. No way, bull rush bear. I'm not gonna live out one of your gay little fantasies. All right. Greetings, big bear. Molar bear here. I wanted to reach out because I have some questions for you that can potentially help the young men in this community. Beyond just myself, who are facing down important financial decisions. I can only speak for myself, but your insight and advice truly means a lot to me. For some time now, I've been saving all the cash I can and shrinking my expenses in the hopes of starting a business, marketing that business, and someday buying, building a home for my future family. God willing. Long story short, I have the opportunity to purchase a great office from a retiring colleague and mentor, but there's no way I can afford to purchase the office without either saving for another several years, obtaining some sort of financing from private sources, friends and family, or a loan from a bank. I just want to get your uh, input on how to obtain such financing to start a business while staying in honor and doing right by our creator. 
I would hate to let such an opportunity go by, but I also don't love the idea of going into debt and participating in the Reba usury system. Well, you said an option is to get a get a loan from uh, privately. That sounds good. I see the arguments from both sides. I would ju- I can't make this decision for you. It's it's weakness. It's not like evil. Like a mortgage isn't like evil. You're not like doing harm, but you're setting yourself up for, uh, you know, it, it's just it's just better if you can start small and grow. That being said, we're in a market and financial environment where it's really really hard to not get a loan, and that's just the reality of the situation. You know, so I'm not going to purity spiral on you and be like, don't ever get a loan. But so this is what this is what you're looking at. I'll, I'll finish this letter and then I'll explain. There's so many other factors, but I don't want to take over your stream. Any insight will help. Uh, is it a good time to start a business? Should I just continue to build my skills and look for more opportunities in the future? Much love. Onward, Mower Bear. Well, I need to know more. I mean, do you need the office? You know, do you need the office to do your business? If you don't need the office, don't buy the office. Also, this is why it's a vulnerability to take out a loan. I'm not trying to purity spiral. It's just a fact. If you put down 20%, like let's say you you save and save and save. You put down 20%. Let's say it's a $500,000 place. You put down $100,000. you are in $400,000 of debt. You now have to pay, I don't know what that would even be. 2,500 a month or something. If you can't make those payments and you go into foreclosure, you potentially are going to lose, like let's say it goes from 500,000 to 300,000, which is possible. You're now underwater and you might lose your original investment. That's why it gets a little, um, it gets a little, uh, it's vulnerable. But if you have a situation where it's like that office is necessary for you to do your business, I need to know way more. I don't, if you can work from home, work from home. If you need an office, you need a super chat. I know I get it, Bowler Bear. But it's like, is it a, your name's Molar Bear. Is it a dentist's office? Are you like, you know, capable of being a dentist? Or is it like, you just need a place to get mail? You know, I don't think, I don't, I'm not big into offices. Like Bertari Times has an office and uh, my, you know, my partner on that is really into it and I trust him and he, and he know he's got a lot of good reasoning and it's cheap and it's a good place where we can like do stuff, but it is something that you can, you can cut that. Like you can work from home. Um, and if you can do that, I recommend that unless it's like, do you need an office to like drill people's teeth? Do you need an office or is it just a place to like sit there and do work? You know, is it like a, a wood shop? Is it like something that you need it? Could you build something on your land? Like, I don't know. I need to know so many more factors, but uh, a loan isn't the end of the world. You know, it's not like you're a bad person. I just built one in my home, my control room. Yeah, Bear Cave. Offices are overrated and usually an unnecessary expense. It is a write-off. And it's also good if you want to keep all your correspondence away from your private property. It's good if you're taking meetings and you don't want to do it at your house. Um, You know, especially if you're like in the public eye like me, like an office is good if we were to, you know, have a meeting with people I don't want to do at my house. You know, because I have to be somewhat private given 
my history of stalkers and whatnot. But um, if you can just have a PO box and work from home, and then you can write off a section of your house. Like, let's say you do your work in, you know, a third of your home, you can now write that off your taxes as an office. Though it makes your home address public. Yeah, and my you can find out where I live. I mean, people have made that very obvious, but it's more about like, uh, you know, meetings. It's just, I don't know. It's just having an office is uh, good on some levels if you're me. And it's very inexpensive and it's cool. And, you know, I work with people that are very uh, buttoned up and, you know, professional. So I, I get it. But uh, if you really want to, you know, save money, you cannot get an office. Some, yeah, but if you're going to take a loan, friends and family, and really honor it and figure out a deal. And some states do not allow P.O. Box for addresses. They want a physical address. That's a good point. Maybe that's the case in Idaho. Maybe that's why we had. I think that's what it was. We got an office because they wouldn't allow a P.O. Box for our mailing. When, we, when you incorporate uh, a business, I think that's what it was in Idaho. Because I remember I pushed back on the office at first, but I was talked into it reasonably. Like I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So I'm guessing we needed a physical address and I didn't want to use my house, especially at that, at, when we started that, I'm pretty sure I had like an active stalker. So it's like, yeah, I was not into that. Just be careful with home office deduction, huge audit risk if you deduct a lot. Uh, thanks, Cal. It's a good point. But, you know, if you got nothing to hide, if you got nothing to hide, man, just get yourself a good, um, a good accountant. Dude, I'm surrounded by Jews, guys. Surrounded. All right, what is unauthorized saying? Codsworth, are we caught up after this? For the laughs and keeping it honest, you are appreciated. Keep crushing. Thank you, Keith. Birdie num nums for BB and Cod. The streams have been epic. Thanks for the gravy and comedy. Thank you. Okay. Mower Bear needs an office. Oh, Jesus. Well, if he's a dentist, you know, I don't think people want to go to your house to get, like, dental work done. But, yeah, there's a standard deduction for home office. Yeah, just deduct. Man, I love this community. We love you, too, Simone Poppy. Everybody, everybody needs a good Jew? Yeah, I'm into Jews. I love Jews. Not all of them. Some should be in prison. But the ones I like, I think, are really doing it. They're really crushing. Oh, and I want to comment briefly on the idea of sins of the father being passed down, which had been discussed on some recent streams. I 100% agree that we each are responsible for our own actions. However, this ignores the fact that this sentiment has resonated with people for millennia. Why might this be? My thought is that this pattern matches the path of trauma cycles. I like that. I like where this is going. I'm sure most of us are familiar with this in our own experience. The alcoholic man often has alcoholic children. The violently abusive man has violently abusive sons. The promiscuous single mother raises daughters who are promiscuous single mothers, etc. Bowler Bear, that's not a shot at black people. In this way, we are able to see the sins of the parents being visited upon their descendants uh, for a third or fourth generation. This admittedly isn't a perfect match. A quick internet search showed this mostly comes from the stories of Moses. The context is bowing down to worship their gods and 
or burning incense for them. Maybe there's something in there that relates to traumatized children. There were some wild practices in those days, but it isn't obvious that's what is meant to be implied in this usage. We could consider my proposal a fractal truth if that's more acceptable. The subject of trauma cycles is one about which I care deeply. My parents, uh, in ways that scared me and caused significant friction, I swore to myself that I would do better for my children. To this end, I'm invested considerable effort to heal my own wounds, conduct myself in a moral and respectable fashion, and find a wife who is both nice and emotionally healthy. You might say it's my life mission to pay off any karmic debt. I understand why this is rare, though. It's difficult and uncertain trying to break historical inertia. That's a good way to put it. Well, it's not as much sins of the father, it's historical inertia. It's no wonder it takes generations for someone to stop, step up and say enough. People do come along in time and we all have opportunities to do better for our children. I think if someone took this seriously and we, all, and we broke all trauma cycles, our world would look radically different. It uh, might be so perfect, it might not be perfect, but it would look positively heavenly by comparison to what we see today. On a totally different note, I've also included a sketch idea. It's past the one-page rule, but do with it as you see fit. Philo Philosophical Bear. I will read this sketch. Thank you. Appreciate the sketch idea. We'll check it out. Thank you for the letter. I need to get dinner here soon. Doing these late streams, I get pretty racist. Um, people often tell me I look Samoan. I tell them I'm not gay. Hello, Owen and Amy, too, from the balcony seats, throwing you both roses. Hope that's not too gay. Uh, scientifically proven, the Owen quotient, it should be included in all public school curriculum. Sanity and number of Owen podcasts viewed over time. That's the Owen graph. Best to you all from the Bay Area. Thank you, Bay Area. I'll just say thank you to the whole area. The Bard King of Bertaria, one ounce silver for the big bear, one ounce for his petite wife, Amy Bear. One do wear suspenders and have long I do wear suspenders and have long hair. Please ask Ye to pick our out couches for all your properties. He'll get it and it'll be a hilarious talking point. Couches? I don't understand that. Speaking of bike thieves, I heard Ben Stiller once stole Lance Armstrong's bike and made him cry. You should challenge Ben Stiller to a bike race. What a great way to get in shape. Sincerely, two shits bear. I'd race that little grabber, no problem. I'd beat his little ass. I could probably beat Armstrong at this point. He's probably so under-yoked because they don't let him fucking crush his tea like RFK anymore. Oh, Jesus. Okay, last one. Oh, we got a rumble. Nice. Hello, Big Bear. I would like to be verified as Sparky Bear. Welcome, Sparky Bear. The war on the white Christian Americans needs to stop. It's an internal war. You're doing it to yourself. No one's doing anything to you. If you really think you're with God, why would you care what anyone does to you? We all just want to be happy and not mutate, mutilate children and leave the kids alone. Right, but you, you get to do that. The war is internal. It's a jihad. Not to bring in, you know, Islamic uh, terminology, but it's, it's a war against your own sin. 
Dude, and so many people are failing that there's never been a better time to be a white Christian American. Like, just speak the truth at all and you will get, you know, phenomenal reward. God willing, obviously. All right. Owen constant equals nigger. Yes, I say nigger a lot. Between the lightning and fireworks, I feel like I'm in Ukraine, says Codsworth. Well, maybe someone should send you $33 billion. Yo, Big Bear, you mentioned this on June 26th stream. I want to share an experience regarding the fallen stars. Sounds good. 2000, the swoon, woot, woot. We have 2000 in our chat. Nice. And one night, my father's friend, who was an atheist, told me, my brother, and his girlfriend to come outside the cabin. It was a clear night without a cloud in the sky, and there were barely any stars, which was unusual in the woods. We looked, and there were five super bright stars all lined up in a row along the water side by side. They seemed to hang lower than stars normally would. They were so bright, they were almost pulsating. I saw a pulsating planet last night. The middle one was clearly brightest and stood out more than the other ones. We all called for our dad and his girlfriend to come out, that he might want to take a look. They came out and were in awe with our, and our jaws dropped. We felt the pressure inside almost become fearful. Then the brightest one in the middle shot straight down faster than anything I've ever seen. It almost looked like it went into the water, but it's hard to tell as it was far away and shot below the horizon. We were stunned. Later that day, my father randomly opened his Bible to Revelations and saw these verses you mentioned. Revelations 9.1. Then the fifth angel sounded, and, a, and I saw a star fall from heaven to earth. To him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. When we got back home, my dad brought this up to his small Bible study group. One member, this is prophecy, my dad said, how will we know? The member said, the great smoke is something the whole world will see. This was a week before 9-11. I still can't fully understand what we witnessed and the events that preceded. I wanted to share this gravy as you brought it up on your stream. Yeah, that's incredible gravy. Um, 1,800 of my live viewers right now are Mossad agents. That's hilarious. I finished paying off my credit card debt. I'm working on a small loan and I'm paying off and I can send a tip in celebration with my next letter. No, I mean, the gravy was worth its weight in gold. Thanks for listening, Big Bear. I'm happy and healthy and glad to be part of this tribe. Spellbound Bear. I got to meet Spellbound Bear once. I think it was at my Vancouver show. Yeah, there's one of those that pulses between pink and teal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was uh, stargazing with my sons two nights ago. And they're like, it keeps changing color. Like, yes, it's not what they fucking say it is. Obviously. Better explanation than Canadian fires. Canada obviously can't do anything that epic. Um, yeah, there's the one. All right, Codsworth, are we caught up? Because I think I'm landing this plane. I played ADL, Strickland, Little Bastard, Barn, France, Tibet, Gaddafi, Hunger Games. You guys get a lot of value. That's why I don't always do... Uh, that's why I don't do a lot of interviews. I have so much to talk about every day, and I'm trying not to be uh, self-indulgent, but it, it does seem like a lot of people really like it when I just talk. But I do, uh, did Little Bastard of Defense? No, he's been contained. The uprising has been quelled. But uh, I should talk to more people. I should uh, engage more with the outside world. Joshua says, thought I would catch... You up on some SoCal news. A local L.A. woman was arrested on bestiality charges. 
She was later released when detectives discovered her boyfriend was an Armenian uh, descent. I don't know what that means. Thanks for what you do. Uh, of Earth and Stone Bear. Yeah, they're going to be... Oh, it's... Oh, she fucked a dog. I get it. Harry Armenian. That's very well done, Joshua. Accounting Bear. If taxed as a corp and C-corp can be much more aggressive on home office, this is why we are accountant. Accounting. I, that's why I have really, really good accountant. Because that's something I never, ever want to do. Yeah, it was a joke, Codsworth. Well done. There's a star in the northeast right at dark that gets my attention every time. It's clear. I can see it pulsing red and green with the naked eye. It's so cool. Yeah, they pulse different colors, and you can see it clearly. And it's fascinating. It's not what they say it is. Um, Godsworth, we caught up? Okay, so in conclusion... We've expanded how many places we're live. Godsworth, if you add up all the live streaming, streaming spots, how many people are watching right now? So we have unauthorized Rumble. I'll play that video again. Whatever you want to watch is fine. I just uh, would appreciate if you subscribed to unauthorized. Throw a little, uh, you know, throw a little tip in the fucking bowl. Hang on one second. Let me play it for you guys. But we're here for you and whatever's convenient for you guys. Let me just play this for you. Sub on UA and watch it rumble. That's why we do it because we want to keep it easy for you because we haven't been able to have an unauthorized app for a variety of reasons. Cod says, let me eyeball. It's around 4,000. Yeah, right now we're, uh, how crazy is that? We have 4,000 live viewers right now because uh, that's the beauty of being decentralized. You know, YouTube uh, decided they didn't want me on their platform because I refused to stop saying the word nigger. Uh or making fun of sodomy. And I think those are the two topics that are the most important. You know, because the minute you stop saying any word for no reason, you're fucked. It's one thing if they were just clean. If they're like, oh yeah, you can't say fuck, shit, pussy. You know, you can't. Like if they were just totally clean, I'd get it. If they're like, no vulgarity. I'd be like, okay, but that's not, but that's not what they do. They're like, Oh, no, you can be a disgusting, drug-addicted sodomite pushing it on kids, but don't say nigger because that's the jewel of America. BB building through it onward. Yeah, and so we've grown through it. Are they going to delete Jim Bob? Oh, unauthorized? Oh, I forgot about that. We should, I should probably talk with Vox about that. Um, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we should. I mean, at this point, it's pretty embarrassing. Ben Shapiro says P word for pussy, but rattles off Russian Ukrainian deaths like their stock portfolio. Yeah, Ben Shapiro can talk about how it's such a great deal how many dead Russians they got. He literally gleefully talked about the return on investment for how much death they've created in Russia. Um, no problem. Not only is that no problem, it's promoted. But I can't say, oh, bitch, you're not allowed to say nigger. Why? Because it's about, it's about conquering people. All right. 
We accountant Americans use reason, not logic for the tax code. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. It's an art. Taxes are like a magical art form. Jim Bob was not submitting shit to UA insignificant. Yeah, he had no subscribers. I think he had three subscribers. I'm not exaggerating. He doesn't actually have an audience. It's only people who don't like me. That's why he talks about me all the time. <laughs> it's like, what am I going to talk about today? What are you going to talk about today, Jim Bob? Jesus or AI and its effect on the world? No one cares. All they want to do is hear you talk shit about me because you, you have such a little audience that all they want to... It's like you get my scraps. All right. I love the term accountant American. Yeah, it's great. He, he never promoted it unauthorized. Yeah, he didn't like the split he got. He didn't like his deal. That's like, okay, dude, whatever. I, I was trying to help the little bastard. I don't think he's doing very well financially these days. I think there's a lot of desperation in that guy. All right, is there uh, anything anyone wants to talk about? Codsworth, are we caught up? Um, Cod, is this going to be a new stream time? Well, tomorrow I'm doing four with Brandon from Veritech, and we're going to wear our colonial wigs again, assuming I can find them. I'm pretty sure I, I found them. I never watched his stuff. I got the ick just from hearing his chats read, having never seen his face or heard his voice until the reveal of the pedo stuff. Uh, Megan is bringing home the bacon. Yeah, I mean... They told me that Megan's family owns slaves in Singapore. I think they're from a lot of uh, money. You got the deal of a lifetime and squandered it? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I'm interested in earthquake gravy right now. I think it's Barricade's wife. What's Barricade up to? That was fun. I mean, the Barricade thing, I hold no resentment towards at all. I feel like we had a battle of wits. I obviously won. Blacks aren't that smart. But then we just kind of moved on. Omar says, Dear Owen, about the hat. No, I told you the Pashtun call themselves B'nai Israel. When I tell you Muzzies are Jews, I mean it literally. And Abraham wasn't using logic nor reason when he took his son's head to kill him before he got punked. Allah said he is to be made an example for mankind. It was for his submission. I don't understand what any of that means, Omar. Omar, can you explain a little better? What do you mean he got punked? Like he was like, I never liked the idea that someone's supposed to kill their own kid. That that always resonated badly for me. I'd love to hear the the Karanian take on that, but I never liked that story. I've justified it in my head, and I understand an argument for it, but I don't like it at all. Uh, so I'm very curious what. Like to, to be, at, I understand, oh, it's the foreshadowing of Jesus. I don't know. There's just something weird to me about God saying, kill your own kid. I don't like that. I, I find that to be so fucking unnatural. Omar is a Jew. No, Omar is a Muslim, but he's saying Muslims are the Jews, that the Jews aren't Jews. And I think we all kind of know that deep down. Like the people who call themselves Jews are a very uh, confused bunch. What, what I think what Omar is trying to say is that the Christians and the, and the Muslims are actually the Hebrews. The only way that story made sense beyond 100% trust in his will was to show people how horrifying it was. Uh, sacrifice for God, knowing that would happen to Jesus. I know. I get it, God. I've, like, I've said, I've given that reasoning before. But I'm, if I'm just totally honest, I don't like that story. I think that story fucks with me. Uh, I just don't like it. I'm like... 
So God tells you to kill your only your son, and you're like ready to kill him. And he's like, no, I don't like it. So I am curious what the Islamic version of that is. It's like, that sounds demonic to me. It sounds like a grab war. It's almost like God was changing his mind about Abraham being the father of nations. Um, well, there's an argument. Someone told me that it's because Isaac wasn't really his son and he was letting his wife fuck some. I don't know. Reminds me of the thoughts demons bring to people. Yeah, like, kill your son. Kill your son. Like, that's so dark, dude. It doesn't feel right at all. Steiner claims parts of the Old Testament are the Jews, Jehovah, not the Most High. It's a story that turned me off when you, I was young. Yeah, I would never tell that story to my kids. It's like, and God loved us so much, he told Abraham to kill Isaac. It seems manipulative. That's not the loving father. Yeah, and there is some grabbles, I think, in the Bible. And I'm, I'm just so curious what the Islamic take on that. Um, like, do they have a different... I think it comes from a time when child sacrifice was normative. God was making a stark point to stop it in dramatic fashion and never be acceptable again. You know what, Toronto Jew Bear? That's, there's something there. Because a lot of times people forget the times. Like when people say, oh, a child bride. Back then, people were just like fucking kids. It was like really brutal. When people want to talk about pagans like it's just a bunch of people drinking raw milk and singing kumbaya no there was some brutality in those times and so to make it so you had to marry you know you had to marry your wife was like a massive step for like women's rights <laughs> you know and it's like i'm i'm curious how that story works Child sacrifice is normative, so starvation, why? I think, uh, I got to run you off. I think the same with eating the flesh. That was supposed to stop too. That was the best argument for the, um, the, the, the Eucharist, is that it was a symbolic way to get people to stop actually eating people. Um, that's the only way it makes any sense to me, because God isn't a psychopathic, blood-drinking, flesh-eating, child-killing maniac in my heart i have a connection to god on some level like i i, I have a, i know that that isn't god so why you know and i'm not just gonna like i know that there are mysteries in religions that i don't fully understand or i don't understand the times or context or the original language or whatever so i am open to it i'm not just gonna go that's all bad i'm the good man because i want to know like what people were dealing with at the time and, uh, and it's like, so if everyone's doing human sacrifice and that was like the demonic whisper, kill your son, kill your son, like that's obviously fucking evil. And so if the Abraham Isaac story was a way for God to teach people to not do that. Yeah. I just, it doesn't feel like that's explained very well in the story. You know, uh, and I've just never, I've never liked it. It would make sense that it's more a reflection of the fallen state of man and how we communicate, teach with us. Yeah, it's the same with eat of my flesh, drink of my blood, which is bread and wine. It's not flesh and blood. It's symbolic. Is it to get people to not actually eat flesh and blood? You know, 
Beverly Bear, I wore a skin dress today, skirt dress today. It was a good day. I was very shocked to realize that I have gay to pay away because of pants. It's all right, Beverly Bear. I'm just fucking around. I'm just saying that think about what it would have been like when women first started wearing jeans. Like it would have been like how it feels now when a man wears a prom dress and feels beautiful. But I get it. I get like my wife owns jeans. My wife sometimes wears jeans. I'm not like I'm not this purity spiraling freak. I just talk really assertively on streams because it's entertaining. You know, it's like if my wife were to wear jeans, like sometimes she looks really good in jeans. But it's like, is it like a dress for a guy? Like, you know, 100, 100 years ago, would a woman ever wear jeans? Anyway, they make me think I can climb the tree and cut it down or go on the roof for repairs. Last night, I thought, what would happen if I got rid of my pants, says Beverly Bear? Listen, I'm not, don't take what I say too, too seriously. It's just, it's just accurate logically if you think about it. I don't know that's happening, that what happened in Florida, foreshadowing Jesus. France in 1590s, they pulled bones from graveyards to grind the bones for bread fact. Yeah, dude, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of cannibalism in the history of, uh, <laughs> yeah, baby steps, no yoga pants in public. Yeah, exactly. Omar said, Abraham saw in his sleep that he is killing his son. He was about to. There's no arguing, no reasoning, no logic. He just went ahead. That's a mission. My take on Muzzies is that only the guided can understand what the book says, and those that pretend to hold it are actually Jews because they don't. Thank you for that, Omar. Abraham saw in his sleep that he is killing his son. He was about to. There's no arguing, no reasoning, no logic. He just went ahead. That's submission. I don't understand. Like to a demon? Why would a man ever kill his own son? Like that's that's like one of the worst things you can possibly do. Like I can't even think of a worse thing. It's like, while that woman looks gay, she's wearing jeans, is probably jot that wild a thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Think about it. not that long. Guys, when I was a kid, homosexuality was still considered a mental illness. It's so recent. And there's like a whole generation that, that doesn't even know that. They're just like, oh, brave, beautiful, sodomy. It's like, I was raised in a time where you would be put in a mental institution if you were gay, depending. You had to hide it. Maybe Omar is saying it was a story about a dream. Uh, I think it really was to combat sacrifices to ball. Yeah, that makes sense. I blame the slutty flappers from the 20s for doing pants and cutting their hair short, cross-dressing. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm, who knows? I think that Abraham was making Isaac an idol, so God put him in a situation of, ooh, that's interesting, Bear Tanks. Because that is something that you do face as a father, is don't idolize your kids. Like, you really can start thinking they're just fucking awesome. Like, what would I do without my children? Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Because I, I face that. Where it's like the children, my children are the best thing that ever happened to me. What would I do without my children? The worst possible thing in the world is to lose my child. That there's a weakness there. There is. There's like a lesson there. Where if you do that, you are opening yourself up to idol worship. You know? And uh, that's interesting. That's a very interesting take. Because if, you know, that is a form of, and that, that doesn't mean not to love you. There's a difference between loving and idling, like idol worshiping, where you're like, you know, my, my, my life is now complete because I have a child. Don't think that way. 
And it's tempting. I've thought that way, you know, where I'm like, this is what completes me. This is who I am. I'm a father. My child is the greatest, most important thing that ever happened to me. If it's, when you start doing that, you're not actually being a great father. You, you have to focus on your mission, your master, you know, and that will actually allow you to be a better father than if you like, you know, it's kind of like the guys that cuck to women where it's like, I don't know what I do without you. Horrible, horrible uh, way to maintain a relationship. You know, it's uh, a woman does not want to feel needed. She wants to feel wanted and appreciated. Needed is a very, very weak position. We can make idols so quick, especially with things we go up. Totally. No, I've, I've like caught myself doing that. Thanks, brother. Oh, thank you, Gabe. Uh, millennials were idolized and look at them. Yeah, because you're not idolizing isn't actually loving. It's like codependence. It's like you're holding on to another human being like they're your life support and you're actually dehumanizing them when you're doing that. Women want to feel led, not sought at. Yeah, they want to know that even without them, your life would go on. It actually makes them love you more. A hundred percent. Oh, really? No. My girl needs me to just need her and call her eight times a night. I can't sleep. Unless... No. I mean, sometimes it's cute for women, especially if you're uh, if you're typically kind of cold and distant and you like show that you kind of need her and you're a little lost without her. That can be like romantic and a little cute, but not like don't totally do that, though, or else they'll think you're like a child to lose all attraction for you and they will see you as a burden. Black Lady Bear said, I believe Yah had hyped Isaac's existence for Abraham and Yah wanted to see if Abraham would be obedient to him or covet the promise through Isaac. Interesting. Yeah, like if Abraham was going to make Isaac his God. And because he was willing to not do that, you know, it might be totally metaphorical. I have a very hard time believing God said, kill your son. But there could be a metaphor there where it's like, do you stay with God or do you idol worship your son? Uh, that's the only way the story makes sense. Because other than that, it sounds like a psychopath whispering evil into someone's ear. All right. They would compliment you, not complete you. Yeah. Modesty will attract a better, more grounded man. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Entropy. Omar says, look what his descendants did. Look at your goat. Omar says, exactly because he got his child at a very old age, so it was the ultimate test, and look what his descendants did, the Jays, and look at your goat. Why am I looking at my goat, Omar? You speak in code sometimes. I think you might, you might be an oil sheik. Look at my goat. You're speaking in code. I saw the participation trophy bullshit firsthand at football 20 years ago. I knew it would lead to this. Yeah, if you're like, I just want my son to be happy is a terrible is a terrible position. Now, it's cool when you're all happy together, when everyone's crushing and vibing. But the goal should not be, I just want to see my son smile. No, you want to give purpose, protection, guidance, you know. Uh, I think he means the rapey nature of the goat. I don't know. He's speaking in code again. Adam sinning condemned all his sons to death. But with Abraham, God showed he will do a trade with the ram and spare the sons of man. That makes no sense to me. I don't understand that. That doesn't mean you're wrong. I just don't understand what that means. Little bastard's balls are too... All right, I got to go. Codsworth, are we uh, caught up?
I just uh, really enjoyed today. I want you guys all to know that. So in closing, oh, I didn't get to social credit score. Codsworth. I, I can't. It's like I'm over two hours. Codsworth, is it easy for you to take that out of the thumbnail or is that a pain in the ass? I'll talk about that uh, Wednesday. I just, I feel like I have a complete stream and I just want to land the plane. Someone check on Denmark Bear. We've been deep in theology for a bit. Uh, he's asleep. Right now it's like three in the morning in Denmark and they're all gay. You need to challenge your kids. Seeing your son smile and success after crying because he couldn't do something is mad. Yeah, like seeing your kid, ha I'm not saying it doesn't feel great. I'm telling you guys this because it's addicting. It's addicting to see your kid happy or innocent or like frolicking. But if you're just start trying to make that his whole life, you're in a bad position. It has to be, um, it has to be, uh, you know, from purpose. Codsworth, are we uh, caught up? I think Codsworth has a little more. Omar, super chat. Well, I mean... If he is who I think he is, the Kuwaitis get about 800 grand a year just for having oil rights. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so again, unauthorized. If you want to uh, super chat, send a letter, whatever you want. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. We have a one-page maximum. You can go a little over if you're one of our trusted uh, it's more just to keep down the uh, the gamma tendency of the 15-page manifesto. Um, you know, send whatever, and we really enjoy it here. Omar, exactly because he got his child. I already read that, Codsworth. Do you not remember me reading that? Do you just tune out? Are your knees broken by the VIG? Um, all right. That's going to be it for me today. I will see you guys tomorrow, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Brandon from uh, my Indian oil blood money doesn't pay 800000 a year. Yeah. Well, the Alaskans get 2000 a year per person uh, because of oil. Wait, wrong one. Jesus, God's worth. We got to talk about fentanyl and what it's done to your brain. If Codsworth doesn't have a needle in his arm, he can't relax. No, you didn't read that? No, I did read that, Codsworth. Is it about the, the fucking... Oh, I see. And look what his descendants did, the Jays, and look at your goat. There are no metaphor. Allah didn't tell him to. Ah, interesting. So it wasn't God who told him to do that to his son. It was demons. Even though Cod was right, I get 1400 a year. What, from being an Indian? Nice. Pretty solid super chat. All right. I will see you guys tomorrow. Cod, are we caught up? This had more. No, you were right, Cod. But you still have to work on, on the fentanyl situation. He likes to do something called, um, what's it called? It's like Super Bowl. No, it's not called freebasing. It's, uh, it's he likes to mix crack and fentanyl. And he takes really cold showers. Beverly Bear, I'm playful and serious about the pants. I trimmed goat hooves yesterday in shorts. I got scratched. I thought, I should have pants on. But if I always wore a skirt, I would be like, honey, would you trim the goat's hooves, please? Femininity first. Yeah, exactly. Having a child is like watching your heart run around outside. Listen, my wife does so many chores, the pants are acceptable. Okay, let me just tell you my dream, and then I'll land the plane. Right now, Amy does a lot of uh, labor. Like, she's in gardening, kids. If she wants to wear jeans because she's like, 
fucking doing some crazy thing in the garden. I totally get it. The way humans should be is a castle with a few thousand families surrounding the castle with public lands, shared lands. Uh, everyone eats the same quality food. We all have, you know, communal protections, some fucking situations. Um, you know, and it's like, so you have enough male labor where the women don't have to do outdoor labor. Like we're talking indoor labor, like, or they can do stuff outside, but it's, you know, it's about making clothing, you know, making ornaments, baking, doing things with herbs. Women shouldn't do any, my wife does, my wife does do manual labor in the, in the field. Like she'll dig holes and fucking weed and all this stuff. Yeah. Because we have one guy now in, in the way humans are supposed to live in my, in my dreams that I've obviously not achieved, but you have the men doing that shit and the women do women's stuff. And that's why there really is no reason for them to wear jeans. Jeans are to protect the skin from like, you know, barbs and thorns and shit. I get it. I'm just, I'm just telling you my ideals. Um, hanging laundry. Yeah. It's like manual labor should be done by males, but we still, uh, you know, we still do it here. So if, if, if I'm like, don't wear jeans, Amy would be like, well, then you fucking do all the gardening. And I'd be like, I can't, I, I do all this other stuff and I do my stream and I scream nigger for money. And she's like, all right. And I mean, we've never had this. Me and Amy like rarely fight these days. It's awesome. But I know that I don't have the ability of saying that because she does do stuff that genes are helpful. It's just about what should be. It's just clearly they're not supposed to be doing like field labor. All right, Codsworth, are we caught up? Codsworth should be doing my field labor. Isn't it accurate that family farms, even in the Northeast, were at like much bigger, huge percentages in the 80s? Way bigger. Guys, things got super gay and corporate in my lifetime. Swear to God. That's why I'm like reacting so much. It's like, that's why so many people relate to what I'm saying. It's like this race to the bottom has escalated in the last eight years to a degree that's almost hard to comprehend. Deep down, I just want to say nigger for money. Turns out playing bass isn't based at all, says Joe. Make gender corrected tire great again. Yes. Godsworth, where can I send a picture for you to get to Owen? P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. It started in 90 with Hulk Hogan and a Tufu. Yeah, and the Scottish and their fucking little kilts. All right, guys, be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and boil, guy. I'll see you tomorrow.